If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. At Metro by T-Mobile, there's not a yada yada. That means no contracts, no price hikes, and no surprises. We don't even hide what the lawyers make us say. We put it first. When we say no price hikes, we mean when you join Metro, your price will never increase for talk, text, and smartphone data. Our only exclusions are for limited time promos, free use charges, and third-party services. Nada yada yada means wireless without the gotcha. Only at Metro. Staying home, I'm going to try and recapture my lost youth. I say you haven't got it. I don't know if I said that right, but I think mm. that's pretty on the nose. I say you haven't got it. Yeah. Who always makes fun of bitches for being old? Right, I, 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 in my heart, I feel like it's Blanche. Mm, actually, I take that back because Blanche does do that. Blanche always time. acts like she's so much younger than everybody else. And they're always like, bitch, what? you're like... <laughs> You're like six months younger than I am. It's not Blanche. Okay, so then... But it's directed to Blanche. Okay. So who loves funny... Mm. Actually, everybody loves funny on the fact that Blanche is old because she acts like she's not. It's not This fair. could be any of them. It's Sophia. Okay. <laughs> it could be any of them. <laughs> In the kitchen. Inside. Rose could be in one of her moods. Right. You never know because she does get moody. It's season six, episode nine. Okay. If if at first if at last you do succeed, I don't remember the name of the fucking okay, episode. Whatever. Got you. But here's the trivia question now. In the same episode, oh, no. Um, Stan came to the house and announced to everybody that he got rich randomly mm-hmm. by selling a new item. Yes. What was it? Some bullshit toy thing. Oh God, what was it? Oh, it's some bullshit cheap thing. Is it? It yes. It is. Mm. <laughs> Don't do that. I want to Google so bad. Maybe I'll what give you multiple it? choice answers. Yes. Oh, yes. Let's do that. Okay. So was it A, um, an air freshener for the car in shape of a woman in a bikini? Was it B, a line of plastic dog poop? Was it C, a baked potato opener? Mm-hmm. Or was it D, clown shoes? It's the plastic poop. It is C, a baked potato Really? Called the Zborny that he sold and made. I feel like I've never seen this show. A ton of money. I feel like I've never seen I thought it was some dumb, well, I guess. No, he always sold, like, she always made fun of the fact that his job was selling, like, little toys and plastic dog food. Damn it. But he came up with the Zborny and got rich and and tried to buy their 
affection and love. Well, did he write her a ten million dollar check? No, he didn't. To make up for it. He every time he tried to get her something, she like slammed the door in his face. Like she was not interested. Like good for you. You're rich Mm -hmm. now. Thanks. Get out of my house. Right. Sophia was the one taking all of the gifts. (laughs) Mom, he's trying to buy your love. She said, "I'm selling it." Like, (laughs) like what the fuck is your problem? Did you see Tyler Perry's new movie? So here's the thing. I was going to watch it. Okay. I love Taraji. Same. Um, and I love Taraji in roles where she might possibly be killing niggas. Um, or just doing anything. I loved yeah. her playing, you know, the studly assassin <laughs> in Smoking Aces that right, was in love right. with Alicia Keys. Right. I love her just in roles like that where she's a badass. Mm-hmm. Um, so I considered going to see it also so I can you speak from an honest place when I'm judging Tyler Perry's latest works. Right. Then I saw you say that it was horrible, <laughs> even by Tyler Perry standards on Twitter. <laughs> and so I decided to save my money and just ask you how it was. Well, that's where that little $10 million check reference came from, that oh, movie. Okay, well. Um, it was wretched. <laughs> you know, I've seen every Tyler, I think I've seen every Tyler Perry movie. All of, the ones that are based on the plays and the ones that aren't. And I've seen the plays, too. Like, I've been watching Tyler yeah. Perry stuff for a long, long time. Right. And this is his worst effort. Really? Yes. And really? You know, you know know why because he's he's trying to write from a point of view that he does not know and he does not bring in anybody else to round it out or make sure that it makes sense sense. so many parts of the movie if you're paying attention you're like what the fuck are you doing tyler perry like it just makes see now i almost want to see it just to see because if you saying it is his worst effort because after you (laughs) don't win no fuck that that movie was great compared to this because tyler perry knows because tyler perry has been doing that sort of thing for a very long time that is his lane but you trying to write you trying to include Men, you, it's, a, it's a discussion about mental illness that really is not. Oh, so that was like a thing. Yeah, no. When I tell you, Tyler Berry just threw some shit together in a script and was like, "Let's make a movie." I also read that they shot it in like a week. Yeah, eight days. That's what I read online, and I'm like, and it fucking shows. It does in every scene. It's oh, so bad. I can't wait for that and to the, TV because I'm not paying to watch. Worse it. as it goes on. It, the ending is so bad. Wow. It is so bad. Taraji is all of a sudden some magic ninja who just <laughs> apparates onto this boat. I don't even know. We don't know how it happens. We don't know how she gets there because it doesn't matter because <laughs> Tyler Perry don't give a fuck. <laughs> I just want Tyler Perry to hire you know somebody else and tra- stop trying to keep all the money for himself because his work is suffering for it. I'm almost bitter because I remember being just battered <laughs> for saying... <laughs> That Tyler Perry's productions yeah. were a fool. They're bad. Like more times than not. And the girls were just not <laughs> trying to hear anything that I was saying. And I've always, like, I'm, I always respected that Tyler Perry has given plenty of black actors jobs, black singers jobs. Yeah. He's allowed That's people. That's always the good thing you can say about him is that he pays black people. He does do that. And he lo- lets lots of people use his sets and productions and all that. Great. Mm-hmm. I'm going to always tip my hat to a powerful black man who's making money as long as you don't show your motherfucking ass. Right. However, that doesn't change the fact that I can criticize the work. Now I feel like because we have so many other black producers yeah. and writers and directors that have been making work that 
that is actually really good, good right. more people have like mm-hmm. like the freedom to yeah. be honest about like right. it's not even like oh my gosh Tyler Perry sucks at the game of life and shouldn't make movies like just make them well just or 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 invite somebody else to the table settle whatever issues you have with black women <laughs> Work that shit out Bitch. in therapy because my God, Let I me feel find like the headline. most people who usually like or are at least entertained by Tyler Perry movies will will feel the desire to draw the line at this one. <laughs> I googled acrimony. It was actually right after you. I saw yeah, your tweet. Sorry. And on Google, one of the main headlines is from Refinery Twenty Nine, and it says yes. <laughs> It says, yes, Tyler Perry is still obsessed with unstable black women. <laughs> well, damn. I was like, Jesus. He really, the, it's just so lazily done. And it doesn't make sense because he's so fucking rich. It's like, you don't you don't have to shit a script out in like two a weeks. really, really great black right. writer you don't to have to, You don't have to get this movie done start to finish in a month. Like, you, you could actually take time and hire other people. Like, you, I don't get that about him, but it was so... So bad. I can't oh wait for it to hit God, it was stars so bad. or wherever. It was. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna say too much about it because I know some of y'all are gonna be like, "Oh, spoilers!" Acting like y'all gonna go see it anyway. <laughs> but <laughs> it is just <laughs> ugh, awful. Well, on the other side of things, black excellence. Okay. Okay. Yes. Um. <laughs> uh, okay. So <laughs> this week's black excellence is going to uh three black boys that are actually british this is something that happened late last year but apparently people are just finding out about it i just read this on the route this past week okay um but there are these three uh british school boys that helped save a man's life that was a base basically about to attempt suicide oh wow um, so their names are Devante Caffrey, who is 13. Uh, well, they may be a year older by now. I don't know. <laughs> Sammy Farah, 14. So they were walking home from school and they spotted this man on a bridge with a rope around his neck. Oh, wow. Uh, and the two boys went and to grab him and hold him from jumping and like encourage him and tell him he, oh, they're telling wow. him he's got a family he's crying uh their other friend sean young who is 12 meanwhile was calling for help wow a woman named joanne stammers heard sean calling and then came to step in and you know grab the man yeah. until authorities Holy came which she said felt like forever they also said that the man was like passing out as this was happening. So the weight of him, like they really had to like lot. hold yeah. on to him, otherwise he could have died. Right. Um, and I think it was Sean's mother that said, you know, she felt like they were supposed to be there in that moment because Sean was telling them hurry up or or whatever. And if they had just mm-hmm. been messing around a little bit longer, they could have bumped into the man already. Right. Dead. Right. Sounds like they came like literally at the last minute. So wow, uh, they saved a life. I just googled um, it. They are so adorable. Look at their little faces. And they will be receiving a national award from the Royal Humane Society, which is a charity that promotes life saving intervention. Mm. Um, and you know, I hope they also get like a 
like a FaceTime from Beyonce. Or right. I feel like the queen needs to too. invite them to something. Maybe not the wedding, but something. <laughs> they should be at the right. wedding. The something. Give them a seat. <laughs> They're so cute and, and brave as fuck. I don't know. Well, honestly, I have no idea what I would have done at that age if I had seen something like that. Probably just pissed. Out. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know either. But so, shout out to those kids, man. Wow. Amazing. That was a story that warmed my heart. So, thanks, y'all, for linking Three it to me. Three little black boys. The root for bringing you to our attention. I love kids and their little British accents. Oh my goodness! Because I'm yeah. going to drag me. So I wish I'm I was great at it, one but... too, but you know, that's one of my favorite things about the British accent. More is just hearing it come out of children. Yeah, it's so <laughs> like cute. it's just. Anyways. <laughs> Hey, y'all, we all know Crocs are known for comfort, but they're really stepping up their game when it comes to personalization. The truly iconic classic clogs and slides are available in tons of colors, and they're just waiting to be personalized with a collection of gibbets. The charms you all know and love that you see lots of people pop into the holes in the front of their Crocs to give it, you know, your own unique flair and fun. Thank you to Crocs for actually sending me over a pair of my own Crocs that I'm excited to add some gibbets too because i see on the website they have some avatar the last airbender charms so those are gonna be the first ones that i stick on the front of these shoes and there's like a lot that really speak to my nerd heart on here so this is probably going to be my next rabbit hole here we go. Be sure to head to crocs.com to explore all the latest styles and gibbets charms. That's C-R-O-C-S dot com. Go get some crocs. Or if you already have some, which you probably do, go get some gibbets. Let's get back to the show. Hey guys, this week's episode is being brought to you by Squarespace. You know something that I think I've been craving? I'm really craving a directory uh, style website. That sort of serves as a where are they now for some of my favorite memes and viral sensations, such as Sharkeisha. Um, Sharkeisha. You know. And I feel like someone out there, one of you wonderful people, can make that happen using Squarespace. Squarespace is an all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. But Squarespace is incredibly easy to build a website that has everything you need right out the gate and looks great, feels great, and is like also easy to modify and customize and update and add features to. I even got my mom to use Squarespace for her personal website. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I would really like to speak to Scarlett from Scarlett Takes a Tumble and, you know, various other people who kind of helped me through my blogging era or whatever, maybe. So if you have not your heart to create that kind of website and you want to know where to begin, head to squarespace.com for a free trial. When you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash the read to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Let them know we sent you. Let's get back to the show. So this week in uh, Hot Tops and The Catcher in the Rye. <laughs> That is so nasty. (laughs) And also like catcher in a Yeah, no, I no, I get it. (laughs) So much. So I hope you girls are prepared for the possible return of of kitty cats on denim jeans. Because (laughs) Morley Simmons said (laughs) said to somebody under their Instagram comment they were thinking about bringing back baby fat. Which I don't even know. Conflicted how I feel about that. I'm conflicted because baby fat used to be like the jeans for people who weren't built like suburban white mothers. Mm-hmm. I mean, like 
took into account that you had a shape to your body. Right. But there are lots of other jeans now that do that, and I just don't know if I need that glistening cat on my ass <laughs> in 2018. I would be interested in seeing, you know, a modern more progressive, non-velour tracksuit. Yes, something that doesn't remind me of the Juicy era in fashion. Oh, God. Because, I mean, that kind of, a lot of the stuff that was cute Mm -hmm. with the air fingers, the rabbit. (laughs) Yes. A lot of the things that were cute in Baby Fat when Baby Fat was out, just besides jeans for big butts, just aren't. You know, yeah, so I just, they're not going to make that again. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, sure they won't. I don't, I don't know how to feel about this. If FUBU can come back and Coogee and Carl can I. Are those brands all doing well? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> they're attempted returns. I don't know if the girls are living. Well, you, you know what? On the one hand, why not let Kimora come back? Yeah. Especially if she's got something that the girls actually want to put on, like House of Darion. It was the same thing with their jeans. Oof. House of Darion jeans fit like no, none other. Yeah. Now, you might say what you want about anything else. <laughs> say what you want about that. We're just going to leave it alone. But the jeans was everything. The jeans were like They were. Yeah. So, okay. You know, we'll see. But House of Darion should come on back, too. I don't think Beyonce is ever going to do that again. I don't again. think she's going to. Because <laughs> at one point, House of Dare, y'all was selling like housewares and yeah. sheets and shit. Oh my gosh, yes they were. Yeah, like Betty. Yes, all type of shit. That's and true. now I'm mad I never got a House of Dare, I'm betting say, you bitches would be sick. Let me get on Somebody eBay. is on eBay <laughs> selling that shit <laughs> for the price of $10 yes, on the run <laughs> We would like and the VIP I'm package. I never got it. Myself and all eight of my friends. Um, all right, come on. So, yeah, I mean, I'm not against it. I'm interested in seeing what a new age baby fat would look like and the two daughters modeling. Yeah. You know, they're yeah. lovely. They are very pretty girls. Vivica Fox is still talking about 50 Cent. No, so, she... No, no. She is currently promoting her book and... Um, I'm still lost at the fact that it's called Every Day I'm Hustling. I, I just... can't think of anything I want to read less than this. <laughs> Samantha Irby just re-released Meaty, and I've been reading that as everything. I'm not going to go from a real writer <laughs> to Vivica Fox. Talking about having sex. With the... <laughs> she said, uh. again, uh, that she learned lessons in life, and one of the lessons from, I guess, from the sentence is that the devil is fine, and that's how it gets you. Okay, so maybe Tyler had Vivica in the writer's room because <laughs> that line was in acrimony. Oh, was it? The devil sure knows how to put together a package. <laughs> Taraji is narrating for like 68 minutes of the movie because Tyler can't write a script well enough to just let us figure out for our goddamn selves what's going in and on in the scenes. <laughs> oh! Hold on. Did he write? Okay, hold on. Did so you, bad. Did your pen touch that? I want to know who I just assumed Tyler Perry did all Screenplay. of it he always does. Yeah. And, and it's called Tyler Perry's Acrimony. It's not called Acrimony. <laughs> Christ, I just Jesus, Christ Jesus, it's so bad. I cannot wait to see it. It was so 
so bad. Especially because I had just seen Ready Player One, which was, I thought, so good. And yeah. so then to go from that to... <laughs> oh, anyway. anyway wow. Anyway. Like, you saw him back to back? No, no, no. Like, a day or so oh, okay. apart. And so it was like, I was watching it like, you know, maybe if I was a gamer, I would have stronger opinions about this movie. But Steven, Steven Spielberg, show dude, be making yeah. the hell out of movies. Like, Especially And I was entertained. You know, I love Lena Waithe. And so I was just really enjoying that. And then saw Acrimony and was just like... And there are these. And then there's, and it's not black writers, it's not black directors or producers because <laughs> Ryan and Ava and everybody else is out here putting out great works. It's Tyler. It's just Tyler. I'm just glad that we're comfortable in in saying that now. Yeah. No, you're right. And and you were always right about the quality of his movies, but I was still entertained by them. Yeah, no. I I mean Yeah. But you're sometimes okay. It used to be a lot more dangerous to say that you didn't like Tyler Perry movies. Sometimes you would just go and get drunk with your friends and and laugh about how bad it was. Honestly, maybe we should do that. It goes Oh, hey, go see it at a black theater so we can experience niggas hollering at the screen the whole time. That's better than the movie. So. Anyways, um, she said that like her relationship with 50 Cent was the inspiration or what... But what she said was, and this is what made me laugh, that she didn't want people to like misunderstand things and she just felt like people didn't really understand because a lot of stuff happened between them last year because you know the whole I but we don't what did care. she say she ate his butt or fingered him oh or, yeah she did she said she, she said like getting his ass ate yeah and I just I mean and I now like we're in the era of ass eating and niggas don't care about that she's saying or she's trying to make it seem like you know, she doesn't, she wants to like clarify what that relationship was. And she still feels like he was the love of her life and all of this other stuff. And she wants people to know what the truth was and whatever the fuck else. And I'm no. like, Vivica, like, no. nobody cares. Nobody you know, cares. nobody cares about your relationship with 50 Cent. When I see Vivica Fox, I don't think about 50 Cent too. Honestly, I forget that she dated him until right. she mentions it. Right. You were a big, big star long before anybody knew who 50 Cent was. Mm-hmm. You remained a star while you were dating, after you were dating. Like, your name is not like synonymous with right. 50 Cent at all. And yet you keep trying to make it right. that way. <laughs> I don't get that. Like, girl, you got a lot of wigs and everything. Why are we still talking about 50 Cent? You had strip going on tour and all like all other things that I really would love clarification for it's just so uh, I don't Vivica from the bottom of my heart I don't give a fuck and I don't who is buying this book I don't even know who her audience is I feel like the Anies don't want to read about you eating ass either like they don't do that you know there mm -hmm. are there are some black book clubs that read these I know there are. I know some of you girls have some book clubs, and y'all read this, these, and and Zane. Oh, uh, mm, like, see, I, I don't know. I don't think we're doing that anymore. Probably like, I really don't. If Keisha Cole ever releases a memoir, <laughs> but this is not. This is not even like hood rat literature, which I have loved in my day. <laughs> The coldest whatever, ever. Terrible, but amazing book at the same time. I just don't feel like this is that. I want a black girl book club to read this book and videotape the y'all's discussion. You know what? Yes. And edit it into a YouTube video or something. For me. Yes, please do. Because that would be entertaining as fuck. I'm not buying this. <laughs> and I'm not reading it. I'm not audiobooking it. 
I'm not kindling it. And I like Vivica. I just don't care about Vivica right. Fox. I don't care about And cent. I do not want to think about you having sex with 50 Cent. I do not want to think about you eating his ass. I barely cared about it when it was happening. So like, <sighs> I don't, I don't get her, but all right. God bless. You know, the girls just need things to do. Um, so Donald Glover's brother uh, said that there was a Taylor. This is the tweet. There was a Taylor Swift episode in reference to the Deadpool series, the animated show that was going to be on FX that is no longer happening mm. because of irreconcilable differences or whatever the fuck. Oh, OK. Sure. <laughs> I know it's not creative differences, whatever. Um, after that script that Donald leaked that I read, oh, okay. I honestly felt like I don't. <laughs> FX was probably like, I don't know where the fuck you thought you was going <laughs> with this nigga Deadpool, <laughs> but we're not doing no black ass nigga joke. Deadpools over here. <laughs> I thought maybe it was like, I thought it was maybe like a real thing until I got to the Beyonce oh, line, oh. and then I was like, that just happened like yesterday, right? So, right, I'm like, so did you literally just like, or did you maybe just go in and edit it real quick? It seemed, I didn't think it was real or anything, but I also don't know too much about Deadpool is a comic book thing. Yeah, Deadpool yeah, is a Marvel so. character. Oh, okay, nice. um, and there's a sequel coming out. Oddly enough, with Zazie Beetz playing Domino for the, for those of y'all don't know, that's homegirl from Atlanta. Um, but oh, Ryan right. Reynolds plays Deadpool, and almost every Deadpool that I'm aware of is a Caucasian man. Although it rarely makes—I mean, he's always in his costume, and he's horribly disfigured, so even when you do see his face, it's all fucked up anyway. But he's never—like, I've never seen a black Deadpool. Okay. And if the writing for whatever Donald— released was the direction they were going I can't imagine that he was supposed to be white right. so okay, got you. right that makes sense I feel like FX was like I don't know where you think you're going with this hippity hoppity ass Deadpool but doing, we're not doing I mean there's a show about Atlanta it's black as fuck and that's that's nice but we won't be doing the rest of this I mean that's just my assumption I mean, okay but his brother tweeted uh, the following there really was a Taylor Swift episode it was hilarious <laughs> and it definitely was the last straw because I don't remember what website reported, but they said that Taylor Swift might be the reason the show's not happening anymore. Oh. Um, behind some episode that they wrote. Which, knowing, like, the Deadpool brand of humor and the fact that this is supposed to be, like, an adult animated series, I wouldn't be surprised if it was, like... Right. You and know. knowing how Taylor loves to shut down anybody who even whispers her name. So <laughs> I would not be surprised if Taylor Swift people were like, not on our watch. To be honest, I'm surprised that she hasn't walked into the studio in the middle of us taping one day and just take the mic off. <laughs> I will be speak taking it up. that. Thank <laughs> you so much. Speak it I will into also existence. take your microphone. Thank you so much. Let me just go ahead and press stop. I purchased the studio. You no longer work here. <laughs> like, I don't know why she's like, it's just so a matter of time when she comes for us. Um, so I find that to be interesting. But, but to be honest with you, like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm missing anything with this show not happening. Well, I'm definitely not because I, st- I don't even know what it is. Right. And it's Y'all would have had to tell me violent. to watch it. Oh, no. What Deadpool is Mm-mm. incredibly violent. So no. I can't imagine that the cartoon would have been too much different. So you probably would not have gotten is anything. Is Deadpool out of it. in Infinity War? Uh, well, Deadpool at the moment is, is it Sony or is it, I think it's maybe Fox that owns the right to Deadpool. Oh. But you remember hearing about that? about Disney acquiring 20th Century yes. Fox and all that shit. Yes. So he might end up going in the Disney direction, but as of right now, they're 
owned by two different oh, okay. people, so I can't imagine that he would be in it. I don't know. I just assumed everybody who was under Marvel could be in the same Marvel movie. Not when a whole bunch of different corporations and businesses buy all wow. the different girls. <laughs> like who knew? Well, I guess everybody who watches comic books, yeah, like the comic book fans, right? Y'all knew. <laughs> no, that shit because for the longest time they've wanted like. A different X Men movie or X Men to be in these movies or whatever or Spider Man like they just recently got Spider Man and put him in like the last couple of movies and stuff mm-hmm. like that because a whole bunch of different people Peter own the Parker. shit. That is correct. And he's supposed to be black now. too. How he grow up in the Bronx with his grandma and ain't black? Well, Peter Parker is white. Miles Morales is black. Well, I think he's Afro Latino. Oh, right. So, who is Miles Morales? His superhero name or his real name? That's his real name. Okay, but this he's is... he goes by Spider Man too. See, I don't understand why. Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> I just feel a way about that. Like, how you go put this in this very brown and black environment and just be like, no, he's literally white. I mean, not saying no white people grew up in the Bronx, but it just seems like no. But I mean, the white Spider Man came first. But I mean, like most of the. I was gonna say, haven't all of them been white at first? Is yeah. the Black Panther? <laughs> like pretty much. There's like a Black Green Lantern. He wasn't. Oh, well, there's a bunch of them. There's um. I don't know what that looks like. Iron Man is black now and female. Ooh, what? Who's Iron? No, I, I think said she Iron still goes by Iron. <laughs> Damn! And then I googled Iron Dyke instead of Iron Man. <laughs> Let's see. Ah! You are so stupid. Iron Man cast. Iron Riri Williams is like the new Iron Man, but comics are weird. It's like 3,000 dimensions and weird shit and whatever the fuck else. I don't even know how we got there. All right. But just for fun. Okay. You can't know, like, (laughs) the new Iron Man is Riri Williams. She's got a big fro, I think. She's got lots of hair. She's black. Riri Williams. And like the smartest girl on earth. She's right there. Hey, now. Yeah. Oh wow! Okay, She's pretty fun. Yeah, I'll be. I'll. I'll watch that. And Donald Glover was the voice of Miles Morales on the Spider-Man cartoon, and <laughs> he played Miles Morales' uncle in the last Spider-Man movie. He was in it. Looking so this good. girl is like an American Shuri. Shuri. Sure. I mean, it says fifteen-year-old black genius <laughs> engineering student. I think like she made her own. Iron Man suit or something similar and then the real Iron yeah, Man yeah she fucked like, with one of his suits in her dorm yeah and Tony Stark was like oh bitch you bad as fuck you want one or something like that I don't know I haven't read it yet oh her name is Iron Heart yeah but I think the comic book is called <laughs> the sorry girl I didn't mean to call you a dyke <laughs> I think the comic book is still called Iron Man Okay, well, this is I've, I've reached my limit of knowing things about that like honestly to be honest like don't it is confusing like honestly unless you like read every comic or you've been doing it since you were like two i it it is confusing (laughs) it is very confusing i'll just stick to what y'all tell me about comic books um so cardi b's album comes out i guess if you're listening to this tomorrow and um, (laughs) it is called invasion of privacy we discussed that she just released a new single uh be careful um, and the Barb's wasted no time on uh, referencing a video from another rapper by the really? name of Partisan Fontaine. I don't know if I said that right and don't care. But um, I guess at some point he also released uh, 
a clip of himself in the studio playing the same song, which I assume is like the reference track for Cardi. Oh, okay. Um, sure. So I guess this is happening. This is supposed to be the downfall <laughs> of Cardi B because, oh my gosh, surprise, she don't write her own music. I mean, no, I don't. Who, who really? Never mind. I know Cardi has mentioned before that she, like, she said that she writes her own stuff, and so oh, niggas have. I think when Bodak Yellow popped the way it did, and everybody was like, nah, who wrote that? You didn't write that, da da She was, like, doing different interviews and stuff, being like, I was on the plane talking about these bitches and writing it down, and then it was done, or whatever. So I know okay. she's made that um, argument before, but I don't expect too many people, especially the more popping you get, to be writing all their shit on their own. I know a lot of you hip-hop, like purists feel that way about it and that's fine but I just don't expect Cardi or anybody else to be writing everything by themselves I just don't so that's like a non-scandal to me I just don't care. That song I don't is care awful. either. I also bad. don't like the song. It's bad. The Bardier Cardi video is bad. Oh, I didn't watch it. It's not good. I was bored. This okay. I feel so many ways about this, but I agree with you. Okay. Um I'm just not giving Cardi B no pressure for not writing the song because A, I never believed that Cardi B wrote her music. If Cardi B does write music for herself, I would assume that it is not the most, like she doesn't write the majority of it. Um, like I even said to Alex, the reason I feel that way is because she's more articulate in her music than in her actual ass life. Like I feel like her, and that sounds terrible. No, it's true. You'd be but, like, when you learn all these words? Like, it just, she sounds like a completely different person mm-hmm. in terms of vocabulary, pronunciation, And I don't know if everything. that's an act or what. Like, if she if she's kind of putting on a little bit I don't see in her real interviews. Kind of like how Sofia Vergara does that extra-ass accent when she doesn't really talk like that. Yeah, because she knows to appeal people to people. Love, you know, when they sound dumb. Right, so it's like either you putting on a little bit in your interviews to seem a little bit more... I don't know. I don't want to say basic, but just regular. I don't know why she would do Even that. though everything about you has always seemed extra regular, it seems like what's really happening is somebody is helping you a little bit with these antonyms and homonyms and, and pulling out a thesaurus to just help you out a little bit in your music. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong. I don't think there's anything wrong with collaborating with other people and pushing yourself. The thing is, I feel like, again, and I'm going to make this a gender thing. Okay. I think that if she were like a dude, this wouldn't even be a conversation because there are so many rappers out right now that use the same exact process when it comes to listening to music. And a lot of their music is worse. And nobody cares. A lot. In fact, y'all have niggas out here that are like rapists and pedophiles and like horrible individuals. And they not only have ghostwriters, but they have niggas that are like actually talented that write most of their music that co-sign them. So like Cardi B is not the only person that is using reference tracks or having someone like even your faith has people in there writing hooks and coming up with, you know, punchlines and stuff. Like to me, it's about how much I believe you write. Mm-hmm. And it probably won't even change whether or not I purchase your music. It probably wouldn't change whether or not most people purchase the fucking music. Like, right. who cares? I'm confused as to why so many people are trying to, like, 
come for Cardi B or take Cardi B down when she could very well take herself out. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't even understand. The, the debut album ain't even out yet. It could come out and genuinely be bad, whether she wrote it or her not, and then you could just let her ride out her wave or whatever. Or maybe it'll be good. I just don't see, like, why... I feel like people are constantly on Cardi B's dick. Man. And it's for no big reason or whatever, like... Yeah, I mean... Let her fuck her shit up herself (laughs) if she's going to. Right. All of that is true. And for me, what's most important is that I like the music, is that I like the songs. And so if I don't, then I'm just going to turn it off. I'm still going to give this album a listen because it's a long time coming and I'm happy for her that she's getting it out. So I'm going to try it. But based off this rollout and these singles, I don't think I will. And then the rest of these songs, Bodak Yellow is on this. Why? Okay. I mean, why wouldn't it be? I mean, but goddamn. <laughs> How old is Bodak Yellow? I mean, Shit. it might as well be. Honestly, that's your it's, best song today. I will still listen. A lot of y'all just arguing because stay in culture. Y'all just want to drag each other that's for true. the fun of it. That, all right, girl. Um, speaking of stand culture, it's looking bleak for Sanaa Lathan because... Oh, she tried it. Uh, they're saying multiple sources have confirmed mm. to page six that it was in fact Miss Sanaa Lathan who decided that she wanted to place both of her goddamn jaws <laughs> upon Beyonce's face. Now, I guess I wasn't paying close enough attention when I first read this story because I didn't realize that it wasn't like, I thought like Beyonce and Tiffany were off to the side and this actress was there too. And it was like something that she witnessed as she was talking to Beyonce. I didn't realize like, like it was like a thing, like for the whole party. Cause they're saying like, like everybody, everybody was like, there oh, was bitch, like, what the fuck <laughs> is wrong with this bitch? So, because everybody's always staring at Beyonce. <laughs> and it was Tiffany that actually said, did she really bite you? And I will go and beat her up. I didn't realize that that's how it played out. So it makes more sense that now they're saying, no, girl, it was you. Because they said it before you said, before you tried to come on Twitter and act like it was. Mm-hmm, and then came back and said, like, no, girl, everybody was there. And I also did not realize that Tiffany apparently made some jokes about it, saying it was somebody that was hanging out with or dating French Montana last year which I did not I think I remember hearing about Sanaa Lathan and French Montana Montana playing some kind of summertime games or some shit but she's way too fine for that what the fuck you could say that about so many other girls (laughs) I'm so tired of you beautiful women Dating, but I mean, if I you wish I would go behind Khloe Kardashian. I bitch, I wish I would. <laughs> I am disgusted, right? Oh, that's so gross. Mm-hmm. Did you see somebody talking about they? She said in an interview that she hopes that her daughter inherits her big butt or something like that. What, bitch? You're you don't have to hope. She could pay for it just like you did. <laughs> Fuck you, mean? <laughs> what you mean inherit? What big butt? I saw that when somebody that retweeted. Family is deluded. Somebody retweeted it and basically said what you're saying. Okay, right now. that's right. And they were so mad at her. Well, because it just doesn't make any sense. You know, that child doesn't have to worry about inheriting any physical features. And why would you care about? Like, why are you thinking about your child's butt? Oh my god! It reminds like, me of when Donald Trump, a... when Tiffany Trump was born, and he was like, "We all know she's gonna have her mom's this part yet." We're like, gesturing oh my to god, the titties, yes. and it's like, "Why are you talking about your why infant are you daughter's titties?" Even 
thinking about your <laughs> child's breasts. so breast. just weird. Ugh. I don't get it. The Kardashians just really irk on Didn't another level, but up, no, it's but... okay. So now, so now I said, if I did it, like OJ, so we probably should have known she did it because she definitely, in that tweet, she was definitely no. like, I didn't do it, but if right. I did do it, this exactly. is how I would have did it. So you already denied it. Like you said that you did not do it. But what she said was, if I did it, it was a love bite. Right. Girl, you know that you did it. You should have just said right. that. I absolutely did not bite Beyonce. Lie. And then, but if I did do it, then this is what I did. Like, okay, so Basically, you did do it. Basically, what that tweet was, was her <laughs> saying, um, my publicist told me I should that not confirm I should this. deny, 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 I can never confirm that I did this. As we have seen the destruction and wrath brought upon people who have um, offended or disrespected Beyonce. However, I want y'all to know that um, it was like a soft bite and it didn't mean anything. And I really loved her and I just got so excited. And her skin is just so nice a person. And I just, please forgive me. (laughs) You were just overcome by the glory of... Listen, my life has to have met Beyonce so many times. Right. You would think at this point she would just be like, hey girl, and that would be that, but I guess not. Maybe I guess not. I guess not, but we should have known as soon as we saw Love Bite, like, okay, girl, Love Bite. Right, and that kind of, like, set something off in the back of my head right. when I read it, but I guess I didn't want to believe like, that what you mean? Either. Right, because that doesn't make sense. Right. <laughs> Duh. You know what? It's probably the white frustration in me. I just assumed that it was a white woman. Like, because I just feel like, how many black like, women, like, put their mouths that. on a stranger? We don't do that. Period. Don't. Much less bite you, right. a Love Bite. I can't think of somebody saying that about anybody they weren't sleeping with. Right. Not in our community. I saw a bunch of theories (laughs) online and people were like, maybe she was just trying to like go for a kiss or something. And then Beyonce turned her head away real fast. And so it ended up being a bite instead. But the fact that Beyonce went up to Jay-Z like, this bitch just bit me, says otherwise. So I think she was probably what's most likely is she was high on something. Probably that white girl. And the girls do it, and I mean, was you never know. just having a great time. She was in a great headspace, mm-hmm. and saw Beyonce, and was just like, "What a beautiful butterscotch toffee ass bitch! I would like a bite of that." I have seen people and skin so lovely that yeah. I have wanted to take a Lupita bite. Lupita Nyong'o, Ducky, perfect <laughs> examples. I had a dream, Lupita. I had a house party, and it was full of celebrities that I liked and some I didn't like. Like, for some reason, Charlamagne brought Andrew Schultz, and I was just like, you no. have to get out of my house. But then Lupita Nyong'o came, and I was just like... Where? She was just at my house. Just, I'm sorry? Lup- Lupita Nyong'o was just at my house for a house party. She was just there. Wait, hold on. And then I woke up. I woke up like 30 seconds after that because the dream was getting too good. I forgot you were talking about a dream. Really? <laughs> really, fool? <laughs> If you think Lupita was actually at my real Harlem apartment. I mean, Charlemagne randomly bringing Lupita to your house sounds like something I that could have happened. I said Andrew, which is a lot more likely. But you said <laughs> you like, have to get out of my house, which also is likely. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it was just, a, just it, was, it was a weird dream, but I just remember waking up thinking about how beautiful Lupita Nyong'o is and how She's I just want to lovely. be her. And she also has skin that is just like flaw-free. And if you saw her in person, you you might just want to be like, not to fetishize you, I just would like to taste you. <laughs> Sorry if that sounds weird. It's just, 
Mm. It's like living Fenty Beauty. It's just perfect. Ugh. So, I mean, I understand the urge. So now I just can't believe you really did it, girl. I cannot believe you did it in your right mind. You, you left know? your DNA on Beyonce's face. That is insane. Sis, what were you thinking? That cocaine, man. I tell you what, you kids got to learn when to say when. I don't like to make assumption about y'all and the white girl, but like I just cannot imagine. And they were already saying the bitches. She was on <laughs> something. <laughs> Beyonce told her, "Nah, she ain't drunk. That bitch is on drugs." <laughs> I've seen Sana drunk, and that ain't it. <laughs> well, and Sana will never. She said she's not like again. that all the time. She, she better not. not leave it alone, sis. <laughs> Oh, girl. Okay. I understand lying, girl. Because when I when this story came back around, I didn't even get hot. I was like, you know what, bitch? <laughs> I would have tried to. If I was high out of my mind, I would have taken it to the grave. Right. Imagine you being so high and then fucking up like that and the whole internet finding out. Like Everybody. fucking up on that level. Oh, no. The secondhand embarrassment. I would be waking up out of my sleep thinking about how I'm the bitch who bit Beyonce. <laughs> I would never rest again. <laughs> like, oh, even Carrie Hilson ain't bite her. <laughs> my God. <laughs> Shit. So, not can come back from this. Carrie cannot. Yeah, no. So, but it's this still just mortifying. <laughs> Good luck to her in her recovery. Um, so Black China. These 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 stories, they're getting worse. <laughs> <laughs> Just could not not talk about this. Black China was at Six Flags with children, including one of her own. I don't know if the other one was there, King. Oh right. But oh, she had dream with her at the amusement park. Apparently, at some point, some 18-year-old girl named Alexis um saw the baby dream approached her and she says that she just like touched the baby's hand with her finger or something like that and was talking about how cute the baby was and I don't oh, know if no. it was a friend or a nanny it was not China but somebody who had the baby said don't touch her or something like that right. and apparently went and told her mama and the China got upset and said something about I'll beat her ass and I guess then when this child heard about that part she wants to you know, decided to walk up on China and be <laughs> like, so what's up? So go ahead and be my ass then. Do that then. And I guess not too long after that, if you've seen the clips, she was out there swinging around little plastic strollers. and oh, mess. Their child actually did end up fighting somebody. I don't know who <laughs> she was scrapping with. But I heard that she blames that 18-year-old boy, the rapper boy that they're saying Black China is dating. Oh, yeah. That's still so nasty. It is. Um, and it just tells me, you know, like... <laughs> I assume that was his ex-girlfriend or something. And she was just trying to have a teenager <laughs> conversation with him. And Black China old ass came and got in the mix. That's what I thought happened at first. That would have been way more funny. Right. That would have. But, I mean, you're not wrong for being like, don't touch my baby. No, not at all. But threatening to fight an 18-year-old over something that could have just ended right at don't touch my baby is ridiculous. Right. It did not have to go there. And you are a grown-ass woman right. with two kids. So you right. should know that. And yet you don't. I said, like, this is what happens when you date 18 year olds. You oh. end up in 18 year old shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, you are ending up in there some is dumbass high school shit right now. No reason for you to be fighting at Six Flags. <laughs> None. Who does that? None. You are grown. Oh, 
and like swinging things around China. God I agree. Bless. Like th- that child didn't have no like. And her saying, "Oh, well, I just touched her with my finger, and it wasn't even that." Da, 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 da. You dead ass wrong. But I expect mm-hmm. you to be because you're 18. Because you're 18. Like you're 18, typically not that bright. And girl, you can't just be touching people's babies. Nobody, period. Nobody is wrong for telling you not to put your nasty hands on their ba- because kids put their hands and feet and everything else right in their mouth into their mouth and we don't know what's on your hands so just don't touch her I bet you if you would have asked that girl after she touched the baby when's the last time you washed her, your hands she would have either <laughs> said lie right. she would have either lied or she would have said I don't know just now bitch you didn't wash your hands in this amusement park right <laughs> what a bathroom cut the shit shut right. your ass right. up ain't no soap in that bitch no ways don't do this you know good and damn well don't be going around you didn't around. have no business touching that baby but China, China is just doing anything but trying to defuse a possible altercation was right. foolish, especially when you know that you're black China and you know that you're in public and you know that you're currently going through litigation with this right. same baby's daddy and the whole family. You about like, to be on, so you know you on Snapchat and Instagram and Facebook Live and everything else right now because you are in the middle of a public place acting a fucking fool over something that did not, it did not have to escalate. It it's not like she tried to snatch Dream and run away. Way or some <laughs> shit. It was. It did not take all that. It did not take physical fighting. And, and yeah, you did it anyway. That's one of those things where, like, I feel like if you were my age, I would have really raged on you. I wouldn't have fought you over it, mm-hmm. but you would have got cussed out. Well, ain't no twenty-eight-year-old woman gonna touch up. Well, right. I would like to. Exactly. I would like to believe. Don't underestimate it. Good, you hoses out here being ridiculous. But I would like to believe most of us would never just touch a stranger's child like that. I would right. like to. believe believe however even then if all she did was touch your baby and you're like whoa bitch like are you crazy for putting your hands on my child right even still that does not mean that you need to start fighting right it wouldn't warrant a fight to me but you would have probably got heat because you're a grown-ass yeah. adult right and you should know better than to come and put your stranger ass fingers on anybody's <laughs> you baby you really should but if it was an 18 year old like that's what those things are. just because you're so young mm-hmm. and I know that you're young and you're dumb you're not getting anything more than you should know better than to go Come on little girl like, go, go on, don't touch my go baby. Go find somebody go to play with. Where's your mom at? The end. <laughs> I'm assuming you're here with a parent or guardian, too. You look like you need to be kept. You look like somebody else bought your wrist bed. Like, if you're really that mad about what I said and your daddy is here, I can fight him or your boyfriend. Go, Please go find some. Do you have an adult with you that I can talk to about this? Well, shit, I'm your not, boyfriend probably 18, too. So <laughs> I'm not about to sit here and come for no little girl like that. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. And I'm sure as a celebrity, it's an extra sense of, like, don't touch my baby. Like, right. I don't know you randos. All that is fine. But China is just really committed to never doing better. Because I've already read that, you know, the Kardashians are taking this straight to the courthouse. Of course they are. And they are also, like, she just lost, like, some deal that she had with a baby stroller line. Um, And all of this foolishness. Like, I really, I really admired Black China when I thought that she was pimping them hoes out. Right. When I thought she was going to turn this into... What would Trina do? <laughs> yes. What I thought she was going to take down the Kardashians. Like, you have infiltrated now. You have become your, you have become pregnant with one of their children. Like, now you can do your good work from the inside. Right. You should have went out and got you the but no. baddest suit-wearing nigga no, no. out here. Too much like Or right. even, like, a big rapper that could probably beat them all up. Something. Or something like... But you are out here playing a game with Little Bill. Man... 
I, ugh, never mind. I almost had a really gross With thought. Wayne Head. <laughs> so mad Ah, <laughs> uh, trying I'm to grow so up. That, uh, really, oh the fact that she's still with that child, I don't care if he's 18, he has a baby's face. The fact that she is with that Thank little you. boy. Thank you. Holding his hand like king. It's Thank you. so gross. Any one nasty. of these 18-year-old niggas that out here looking dirty, y'all niggas, I don't know what you're eating. <laughs> because, but, but I just don't... I don't know what an 18, 20, even 23 or 24-year-old person could do for me at this point in my life. You could look like the adult nigga of my dreams. As soon as I see your ID, right. and realize that you were born after 2000. <laughs> Gross. None for me. Thanks. Like, China just don't have that line. Mm-mm. Well, it's a mess. I'm not a shame. Right. Last but not least, Fabulous. Uh, so what a what a shit show this week has been! My God, hasn't it? It's been a lot. So Fabrice was arrested um, from an incident that apparently took place on March seventh, where uh, he basically or reportedly attacked his child's mother, his kid's mother, because I think they have two or three kids, Emily B who some of y'all may remember from the first two seasons of Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. Love and Hip Hop was like, good. I'm sorry. I liked it better when it was. I don't even recall this time. So, Oh my goodness. Like none of them had like that weird, like VH1 reality show money where it's like, your hair is shiny, but still bad. You know, like... <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. Synthetic. <laughs> like, yes. Yes. And synthetic. illusion gowns and all of the... It was before any of that. Them niggas were at reunions wearing, like, sketchers and shit. I love like, it. Anyways. So, uh, apparently, he got into a domestic dispute with her where, according to alleged court documents, Emily says that he was upset with her or became enraged is what it says when he found out via Instagram that she was in Los Angeles the same time that he was, which I'm right. Like he found out on Instagram that she was in LA and didn't say anything to him, which I didn't, Think that they were even together. I like. I didn't. Right. I mean, I don't claim to know anything about them as a couple. Yeah, but I, I'm struggling to to see what the big deal is about that. Like, yeah. Niggas, so what? That has to be one of those vague details that has more behind it. I would really. Have, I mean, but it still sounds like nigga. I'm not right. I'm just, I wouldn't be surprised if it's true because men are known to be that dumb. Yes. But it is ridiculous. It's kind of yes. Yeah. Um. So it says here, according to an affidavit of probable cause while on a flight back from L.A., the victim, Emily, told the police that Fabulous said via text he wanted to hit her in the head with a baseball bat and that he would kill her. But he, quote, did not want to go out like that. The victim told police she was scared because of the March 7th incident. Later, oh, the victim was later punched by Jackson, that's fabulous, seven times in the face, causing severe damage to her two front teeth. And it also says she ended up losing the two teeth. And this is according to court documents. So not too long after that, a video came out of, I don't know if it was from the same incident or what, but... uh, I haven't watched it, so... It's... 
it like it works right alongside the story okay. that was given, which gotcha. was that she was in the house. I don't know if it's his house or what, but she was in there, I think, with her dad and maybe her brother or something like that. And he was threatening to kill them. That was all stuff that I was reading before the video came out. And okay. in the video, like... Emily and her father, they're in a driveway. Somebody's holding the father back. And I think, like, maybe Fabulous Bodyguard is somebody is, like, trying to be stand between them or something like that. He has something. Some people are saying it's a knife. But he has something that looks sharp in his hand. I don't know what it was. But he's, like, yelling at the both of them, telling the dad that he's got a bullet with his name on it or something like that. And then twice, he, like, I wouldn't say lunged, but he, like, approaches Emily very aggressively and she's like like trying to run away from right. him and is screaming the whole time and is like he's saying to her why the fuck you have him in my house for or something like that and she's like my father my dad like your kid's grandpa right, like, like what is there <laughs> I don't know if there's like beef between the two of them I wouldn't imagine there is. I, mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Emily's father been in like fabulous. And so like, I don't know. Right. And if somebody had to hold him back, then that don't really shock me either. So, um, but it's not looking good. And, um, <laughs> to, to put it mildly. Yeah. To put it quite mildly. I read that he could face like three to five years in prison. If he's convicted for whatever it is that they're charging him for. I mean, he won't, but he could. Yeah. We don't punish men like that for beating women, so... My nigga, the very first thing that I thought to myself after I read the initial story was, Fabulous will be just fine. Yeah. And that is so unfortunate. Mm -hmm. And uh, of course, when I look at comments and stuff, which I really don't even know why I still do that shit, but so many of y'all niggas are like... On this whole, oh, well, we don't know what happened, and we don't know that, and y'all fake woke people always ready to tear a nigga down, and da 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 da. And the game fake woke for that, bitch. (laughs) The game left some comment, I think, on the shade room talking about social media is tearing this family apart or whatever, or it could be the nigga punching people in their face. It could be the nigga punching his family because you don't start. Well, maybe you do, but I find it difficult to believe that Fabulous just started punching this girl the other day, and this was the first time some shit like this had ever happened in their years and years of associating with each other. I really doubt that. And people having something to say on Instagram about this bullshit does not mean that they are the ones who are making this family like go through with their other people being like, wow, Fab, what the fuck is wrong with you? It's not tearing that family apart. Fabulous knew he was outside. Fabulous even said at one point, stop taping me or something to her or whatever. Like, you know what time it is. Even if there was no cameras on, it was inside and it was just you and her. You know people like you. You know know. you're not supposed to hit women. You know you're not supposed to punch women. You know that. You know you are not supposed to do that. You put in the text messages, I would kill you, but I don't want to go out like that. Nigga, you know that you're doing something you're not supposed to do. And so I don't understand the urge from other people to try and blame everybody but the nigga who is doing this. Even if it was just the one time that that happened, it's like, first of all, shut up. Even but if then it was, secondly, that's still bad enough. Like, you're acting like this video, although he does not, you don't see him hit her in the video, you're acting like this video is not like like the clear behavior of an abuser. Right. Like, like it doesn't just like perfectly right. go alongside the story that came out before 
before the video did. And you also acting like niggas hitting women, especially rappers and athletes and shit, is something like from the Twilight Zone and it fucking never happens. It was just strange to me that so many people were ready to like jump on this whole, oh, y'all don't know what happened and you're so ready to tear a black man down or whatever, whatever. (laughs) And you, we not gonna, we shouldn't believe it until there's evidence that it happened and all of this stuff. But y'all have no problem believing every other little petty dumbass rumor that comes up on the fucking, y'all still don't believe that Beyonce gave birth to her actual ass baby. <laughs> uh, That's never an issue. So it's like, it's I have more on that. So, it's so bad. It's so wrong. I have more on that that I feel like I will touch on for my read, but. Okay. As far as Fabulous, like, I just, I don't care. I liked some of Fabulous. I, I acknowledge Fabulous as a talented rapper. Some of his I old liked. stuff with Lil Mo was good. <laughs> I like the mixtape you just did with Jada Kiss not too long ago and stuff like that. But I won't miss Fabulous if I never hear another rap song from Fabulous ever again. So mm-hmm. his career or whatever being ruined from his shitty actions really ain't no skin off my dick. And probably also not going to happen. Right. That's what I'm saying. Y'all like the possibility of flourish. it. All the y'all still selling out R. Kelly shows, still going to Chris Brown shows, probably still gonna go to Trey Song shows once once he get whatever shit he did to that girl cleared up. Like hidden women don't stop no nigga show. So I don't understand why y'all acting like anything is really gonna come from this man. Ray Rice dragged his woman on tape and still nobody cared. So I just don't I don't know why y'all act like it's some great big awful thing like like oh no the internet is going to ruin this man's life and he won't ever be able to work again or function or anything like well first of all he deserves he deserves that he deserves to go to jail for every day of that prison sentence he deserves that he deserves to not work again for doing what he did to that woman but it's probably not gonna happen because we don't value women and I'm tired of y'all acting like it's something that she could have said or done to deserve that Niggas like, oh, well, you don't know what she did. Women be pushing buttons, blah, blah, blah. Or her daddy owed him money. And so this is, none of that is justification for knocking out her fucking front teeth. Right. And furthermore. You know how hard you got to hit? That's bone. Teeth are bones. Do you know how hard you got to fuck somebody up to do that? Seven times. I just find it very hard to believe that Emily B. went to police or whichever authorities and in court documents she said not only did this nigga hit me in the face seven times but caused me to lose two teeth would she not like where with or not uh, have just, to be two holes in her mouth for somebody to look at like so did you she have to knock punch them out herself so hard did she get that. her daddy to knock the teeth out and then uh, say that fabulous uh, did it was she coming at him with a chainsaw and tripped like what would that i just don't get it yeah or why we're either. so quick to jump on fabulous right. dick and ride into the sunset with it then, I would just like, love for once for y'all to rally up against the victims instead of the niggas who don't need any additional protection. Why are we protecting people who are terrorizing our women? Why do y'all do that? That's a real question for your asses. Well, that's it. All right. Well, what a cheerful note. <laughs> uh, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Do you think seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or for them, well, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Sometimes people wait until something bad happens to talk to a therapist. Don't suggest it. Just an easy, like, hey, let me just get into this to start some unpacking stuff. You never know what will come out of your mental trunk. 
And then the next thing you know, you have a journey to healing and evolving and evolution and growth. And you can do so affordably and comfortably with Talkspace. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you, typically within 48 hours. And as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash read. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash read. Go talk in your space. Hey, y'all. Daylight saving time is starting up again. The goal to give us more daylight from March through November. Hey, girl, that's how it works. <laughs> By setting our clock sword, it may feel like there are more hours in the day, but if you're hiring, it does not necessarily help you find qualified candidates for your roles any sooner, okay? Beyonce has the same 24 hours as us, but how are you using them, Diva? How are you using them? There's only one way to do what we're talking about, ZipRecruiter. And right now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. That's right. ZipRecruiter works around the clock to find qualified candidates for the jobs you're hiring for. Once you post on ZipRecruiter, they send it to 100 plus job sites so you can reach more of the right people. And the great part about it is you ain't got to go here, there, everywhere, over the river, through the bush, grandmother's house. Spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter, and find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address to try ZipRecruiter for free. It's ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. One more time, ZipRecruiter.com slash the R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Go give someone a job. Love you. Okay, so time for listener letters. Yes, send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. Um, we had a lot of people emailed in for advice for Luann last week, the girl who um, was, like, incapable of having sex or didn't want to. Oh, yeah, all yeah. That, yeah, like, I think a combination of didn't want to and didn't feel ready. Um, and lots of people said that she should look into vaginismus. That sounds like... A fun vaginal spray. Mm, No, it definitely is not. Like a pussy perfume. uh, Is there a pussy perfume? You, there oughtn't be. <laughs> <laughs> like, seems like it's I'm not sure good somebody for has one. Um, it's spelled V A G I N I S M U S, and you might want to uh, talk to your gynecologist about that because apparently it just affects your ability to engage in penetration at all. Okay. So, like, not even just dicks. It could be tampons and right, anything, right? right. right. I so, think I've heard of that being an issue before for some women, just never knew how to name it. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever not really ever heard of that, but God God bless because it seems to be fairly common. And so maybe that will help you um, in, I don't know, getting that cleared up. Still <laughs> just, uh, it's kind of like double-edged sword because a pussy is shut down. That's not good. But you stay away from these niggas and that is good. Yeah. So, <laughs> good luck to you though. I'm sure if there's an issue, you would Your like to get that cleared up. That's pretty great. I mean, none of these it niggas are really worth your pussy anyway. what it is. <laughs> so when it comes along, when you find, uh, there's just no rush. Right. You're not missing much. Right. Just go, take your time, go to the gynecologist, get it all, get your pussy real posted or whatever needs to happen down there. And then if you meet somebody that you want to, uh, anyway, girl, don't get me. I am a Debbie Downer, so don't get me started. Our first real question this week comes from. Mm, 
I'm going to call you Sophia. Sophia said, I recently figured out that my roommate of the past 18 months has been stealing my Adderall prescription for wow. the entire time. Wow. It took me a year and a half to realize it was him. I don't take my prescription every day. But instead of having eight extra pills a month, I was always a week or so short, which means he was stealing 16 days out of the 30-day prescription. I never suspected him because we've been best friends since middle school, and we are 30 now. I trusted him completely. We have a very close friendship. I was the first person he came out to. We went to the same college and moved across the country together. After we graduated, we were close. I confronted him about this, and after lying several times, he confessed. I was heartbroken because I've been going nuts for months trying to figure out where my pills were going. And he was gaslighting me the whole time, saying maybe it was my friends or hookups, maintenance, texts, etc. Wow. That's so fucked up. So stupid. I'm mortified that he manipulated me. I decided to move out and asked him to pay me for the pills. I spent $650 a year for that prescription. And if I was going to mm. sell a 30 milligram Adderall on the street, the price is around $20 a pill. That's true. It is. Yeah, it is. Uh, he made no move to pay me back. So when I left the apartment, I took his projector and his Apple TV as collateral. <laughs> I told him that I will give them back once he pays me. That was a month ago, and we haven't spoken since. Yesterday, I asked him when I should expect him to give me my money, and he said that he wouldn't because the, equip because the equipment I took should equal the value of the pills. I'm disgusted because if I were in his position, I would never assume I could name my own price on stolen pills and then barter the money with used electronics. What should I do? Should I let it go and eat the loss? I've lost and eat the loss. I've lost hundreds of dollars and my best friend because of this I'm close with his family and considering calling them but we're grown and should be able to handle this without involving mommy or daddy his lack of remorse and entitlement to fuck me over have caused me to have major trust issues what would you do if you were in this situation thanks for taking the time love you uh, Sophia you know I didn't really... Okay, you said it's $650 a year that you're spending this. I don't really even know what the whole price is or whatever it would have been for I'm him. about to do some quick math because she said he was taking 16 pills a month and they lived together well, for 18 it, months. I'm not doing all that. <laughs> well, I have to pull up the calculator because I can't do it on my own. But I just feel like, you know, he obviously does not give a shit about you. If it's like money that you... If it's... You can determine what is a lot and what is not for mm -hmm. yourself. That's 288 pills and $20 a pill is $5,760. Oh, wow. <laughs> At first I was like, well, damn, girl, just keep the Apple TV. But the Apple TV ain't another one. Nowhere near the Apple price. TV is like $100. <laughs> right. Maybe. Never mind. I don't know how much projectors cost, but I don't think that they is come Doubt it's 5500 right. Well, there's always small claims courts. Um, I don't think you can do that because you're not supposed to be selling pills on the black market or on the street. So, <laughs> you know, this is the street price, not the retail price. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Mm. This is this is fucked up because this was like your very best friend and y'all were very close. Yeah, so what the fuck is this So problem? it's an even worse betrayal. I mean, I understand liking Adderall. I, too, enjoy Adderall. I hate it. <laughs> Adderall actually gets me in gear to get things done. I like it does the same thing for me, but it also makes my stomach hurt. Right. And well, like it right. It makes me feel sick. And I, okay, well, that sucks. But I get the feeling that this person doesn't have ADD or ADHD and it's just taking Adderall. Yeah, for the that's fun what of I'm it. assuming as well. Right. Which I which just is, can't. I don't know why you would do that. Right. <laughs> Only for a time I, when, he, when it was prescribed to me, yeah. my psychiatrist was like, you don't have to take this, like, 
on like a daily basis or even often if you don't want to like when you have things that you really really need to focus on right you can do it like that because I was always like as soon as she was brought up the idea of Adderall to me I was like I don't know how I feel about all that I don't know how I feel about all that <laughs> like you know the girls get addicted to things and I just don't want I don't know how I feel about that can we yeah. just talk about something else and she was like you know if you have to work and you're finding that you're taking right now I have like 60 Adderall pills in my house that I'm never gonna take well, I mean, and those are your pills and your prescriptions, so that's your Right, business. I would not want right. for somebody to come into right. my own Right, somebody place to just come take them, even if you felt comfortable, like somebody sneaking behind your back, taking your shit, and then being like, well, girl, maybe it was that nigga you was fucking, or maybe it was right. the maintenance man, that makes it or maybe the pharmacy worse. is shorting you, like, you know what you're doing, and it just seems like if he was really your friend, why didn't he just come to you and be like, look, girl... Adderall gets me through the club or I have a great time on it you know can I get a couple pills off of you like why not just come to you from the beginning and be honest and open about it instead of sneaking behind your back and lying to you and taking from you that's the part that is just like Adderall is a party drug Adderall (laughs) would just make me want to clean the club (laughs) right I would stay home like well I would go to the club but I could dust under this couch right exactly (laughs) I could fold this laundry take them winter clothes and pack them oh especially with me and laundry I'll go and look for an outfit and then be in there like color coordinating shit (laughs) right folding oh this needs to be ironed right oh you know what I just thought of it like it then I'm gonna pull out the ironing board and iron everything I'm gonna arrange all the dresses in my closet by color right (laughs) see like that it it makes me productive I I guess some of y'all have fun on it or whatever but the I would want my $5,700. I really would want my money, too. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie money. to you. I don't know how you could go about getting it since he clearly gives no fucks. I think maybe you could go ahead and inform him that the math amounts out to Right, the way street price. More. Yes, it amounts to way more. And you would be getting the street price because, again, we're assuming that he don't need no motherfucking Adderall. Right. So in, if he was to get Adderall that way, he would have been paying the street price. Right. So, bitch, like, either run me my money or like fuck what you for mess. life what a mess pretty much like I would I would cut ties with him all together yeah I don't I don't I think I would cause he's not gonna give him that money no he's not gonna give you that money no um, but if you are close with his family and you said you are, I would probably say something to them in a y'all need to look out for him because he might have a drug problem kind of thing. Because it sounds like you do. I don't understand how you could steal from your friend for 18 months, feel no right. remorse like, about consistently. it. Right. And, and so you, he was taking half your fucking prescription. Right. Like every taking, month. Exactly. That is insane. So I would be it like. It sounds like you don't know this person anymore. He has a drug problem and y'all need to watch out for him and your things and, and you know lock your pills up when he comes around or whatever I would do that but as far as ever getting the money back or getting paid for your pills that's not gonna happen um I guess start making movies so you can use that projector I'll tell him it's 5700 <laughs> levels of satisfaction on my chest when I told your mama in there okay about you and your bullshit damn I would be so mad I would be so mad like who does that yeah and and really to have lost such a close friend like that over is some just dumb shit. over some dumb shit like Adderall girl did you consider going to the doctor and asking for some because it's not even that hard of a pill to get <laughs> I just don't get that. But, yeah, I don't know. Good luck to you because it sounds like he has some some real shit going on and it might not even be about you right now. Right. So, but that would, I would also be really angry. So if you've been friends with that motherfucker for what? Since like the middle school. 15 years oh, or something, I'm assuming. No, God. 
And he's never exhibited behavior before of like blatant lies and things. <laughs> like, I would assume that he's in a place in his life right now that he he's probably making needs him a stranger to you. Yeah. So if you're not getting your 57 and you're not, I would do exactly <laughs> what Crystal said. You're not I getting would your keep 50. my fucking distance. So this question is a little strange, but I'm going to read it anyway. I mean, this is the read. She co- oh, it's true. But this is a little weird even for us. Her name is oh, A. God. It's not like. It's not like smell and taste. Great. That's all I ask. <laughs> and she says, I've been a tattoo artist for 10 years. I've never been married and I have no children. My friend has Sounds never like been married life. either. And she has only had one child who was stillborn. Oh. Of course, that was very straining for her physically and mentally. I'm trying to be as supportive and helpful as I can because I love and care for her very much. She asked me to do a memorial tattoo on both her and her boyfriend. I did it and only asked for whatever she felt like paying me in return. Fast forward to almost a year later, she's asked me to add to her memorial tattoo. She tells me that it'll be an annual occasion and she'll add to it every year on her child's birthday. Okay. I suggested that she not do that and compared it to a prisoner who's tallying their time in a cell. I told her I would not like to participate in the ritual for both my professional artistic opinion and for my personal concern of her depth of depression. Right. She is not happy about this and started to tell me how hurt she was and said that if she's denied a way to express her grief, it could lead to awful things like drug abuse, suicide, etc. She told me that if I declined because I didn't approve of the way she was expressing her grief, that this could be a problem for our friendship. This hurt me a lot, but I told her that if our friendship could be threatened by a tattoo, then I was sorry she felt that way. I still do not want to do the tattoo. Right. I really don't think it's worth throwing away 20 years of friendship. I respectfully declined to do this, but she can always pay someone else to handle it. Right. I care deeply for her and want her to express her grief in a different way. But I do also know it's not up to me. However, I have the right to refuse. I still feel guilty, even though I've already given her one memorial tattoo. Am I wrong? Losing my best and closest friend at my age would be unbearable. Wow. Okay. A theme. Um, thanks for your help. Hey. Well, I agree with you. I mean, I think, I mean, there's no way to really, I think, uh, gauge how this ritual would affect her emotions. Maybe it really would be good for her in, as a way to express her grief. Like, I don't know of anyone who gets, like, who adds to a tattoo yearly or whatever. So mm-hmm. I don't really know, but she may not even process this the way that you're thinking that she is. Right. She may, may actually be really healing for her and her boyfriend or whatever. But at the same time, you do have the right for yourself mm-hmm. to say that you do not want to do it. And I can understand why she would not then just go and get some other person to do <laughs> right. it. I'm assuming it's because she doesn't want to pay for the tattoos. And since you, you know... But you already did the base, so how much could adding on to it really be? But she, And she didn't even say she didn't pay for it. She said, pay me whatever you right, think. whatever you wanted to pay. So... I mean, I just don't understand why she don't just get somebody else to do it. It seems like she, I guess, is more offended by the fact that you're concerned about how it would affect her or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And really, like, I mean, I don't know what I would say to my friend in the same situation besides, (laughs) like, hey, like, I'm just concerned with you. I want you to be happy and healthy and not, you know— grieving constantly or whatever or or reopening the wound for yourself. But if you want to go and get somebody else to do it, you know, I'll let you live. Right. That would be your business, but not necessarily like that doesn't mean I have to take on that responsibility like for you. I don't have to do that. I understand that like 
having a stillborn must be really traumatic. That sounds really fucked up. Absolutely. And just something I never want to know anything about. Um, so I'm not saying that she is necessarily wrong for grieving in this way, mm-hmm. but she can't force you to help her grieve in that way. And if she's saying things like, well, if I don't get this tattoo, then I might just do a bunch of drugs or commit suicide or something. That lets me know she's really not your right to be concerned because she's not handling her depression and her sadness about it in a healthy way. Like she's not, it sounds like she's not in therapy, which she probably should be if she can. She and her boyfriend both to try to get past, you know, something so terrible, at least work through her feelings about it. But she shouldn't be kind of throw in the possibility of suicide in your face as like a way to guilt you or manipulate you into doing something that she wants you to do. Like that is not okay either. What if she agreed to do, to add on to it just this year, if the friend agreed to go to therapy or speak to someone, assuming she isn't? I mean, I feel like that, you know, this person knows their friend better than we do. So maybe that works. I just don't. Yeah. I don't like the idea of somebody being like, I really don't want to be a part of this. Like, I just don't. And mm-hmm. then other people being like, well, I want you to do it anyway. And like caving and, and doing that. Anyway. Right. It's just like, no, I'm not. But you also don't want to be insensitive because somebody lost their baby. Like, right. Their fucking newborn infant. Like, that's not that's. So, and I agree with what you just said about her bringing up the whole fact of well, if I don't get this, then all of these horrible things may happen for me, and blah blah blah. Like, it, you're right. Like it, it basically confirms right. your fears and stuff like that. So my main concern would not even be the tattoo or the ritual, or her getting her own way. It would be <laughs> making sure that she's at mm. least getting the help that she needs, like to to process it outside of that. That way that if she still does decide to add on to this tattoo every single year, you know that at the end of the day, she's going to be good and it is a healing thing for her. But I think you're right to be concerned and even more right that you don't need to be tattooing nobody that you don't want to or giving a tattoo you don't want to. Yeah, and I don't think it has to mean the end of your friendship either. And if she thinks that you not doing this means you're not her friend anymore, then again, she's really wrapped up in herself and is not, giving a damn about what you need or what you're comfortable doing. Like it's your, it's your body. It's your hand. It's your tattoo ink. Like it's your work that would be going into this. And so you have the right to be like, nah, sis, like I, w- I want to see you get better. I want to see you do, you know, things that are healthy for you. I'm sure there are people who I know a, a couple of people who have had uh, stillborns and they definitely do like there's, I don't know if they have tattoos that they add to, but I know one girl does have a tattoo and another one does an Instagram post on the baby's birthday every Mm. year, that sort of thing. Right. So, I mean, people are going to deal with things in their own way. I don't even necessarily think adding to that tattoo every year is a bad thing in and of itself. Right. But anybody who goes through something traumatic like that, my first thought is always going to be qualified licensed therapists, like always, because Mm -hmm. that is just so difficult and, and I can't even... I can't even Especially fathom. because, again, I don't understand if like, this is your home, girl. Like, this is your friend for real. Why her response wasn't just like, damn, okay, I guess I'll just get somebody else to do it. Right. Like, it's, I don't get it. <sighs> so, yeah. good luck to you. That's, you know, a little bit harder to try to navigate because, of course, you don't want to hurt her already very hurt feelings. Right. But don't forget that you always have the right to be like, no, girl, I'm not. I'm just not going to do it. Right. You got feelings too, sis. Right. So, our last question comes from a lesbian. Fun. Let's call her 
Brittany. Brittany. Brittany says, I'm 28 years old and I've been in a relationship for two years with an amazing, intelligent, beautiful, strong woman. I bet you have. <laughs> Pussy tastes like water. It's great. I left. I put that in there. She didn't say that. Oh, thank I, I was literally about to ask you. <laughs> they really said that. No, no. <laughs> Woo! All we right. have a great thing going. Of course, like all relationships, we sometimes have petty arguments here and there, but overall, we are in a healthy, loving relationship. What I'm struggling with is the fact that she is unsure as to whether she wants children. I know I want kids. I love kids, and I've always had a desire to one day start a family. I've also consistently expressed to her that I do want to have children, especially in the next couple years. And whenever I bring this up, she's kind of brushed it off or made jokes about not being ready. She has said before that she would have kids, but not until she's at least 32. But if I send her a meme or funny video of kids on Instagram and say something like, that's your kid, she'll say things to insinuate that she's never having children. I have told her straight up, (laughs) not out of my vagina. (laughs) I told her straight up that I understand that she feels it's too soon because we've only been together for two years and that's understandable. But if she knows in her heart that she's never going to have children or want them, that's something I want to know now before moving forward in this relationship because it's not something I'm willing to give up. It sucks because she never really gives me a definitive yes or no answer. And I don't want to or intend on ending this relationship because we have something that's too special to let go of. How can I approach this to get a more certain response out of her? And should it be a deal breaker if she decides she doesn't want to have children or do you think I should stick around and see if her or my feelings change on the subject thanks for the help love you Brittany aka P.S. she put me on to y'all's show oh, so she's listening to this. I love right so y'all probably listen to this right now she probably looking at you like nigga well Brittany it sounds to me like she does not want to have children um, I'm assuming that y'all are laying somewhere comfortable together right now. Probably. So maybe you can just ask now for clarification. Yes or no. I just, and I feel like a lot of people who reach a certain age and still are like teetering on the fence with that are usually leaning in the no mm-hmm. range, you know? Right. Some of the girls may be like, I'm 40 and I feel like something's missing and it's definitely a baby or whatever, but maybe you ain't trying to wait a decade to see if that's going to happen or not. Right. It's a complicated situation to be in because you know if you really are not sure how you feel about it you definitely don't want somebody constantly coming to you all of the time talking about babies and bringing up and you know putting pressure on you but that person is also not going to want to waste you know possibly years of their life only to figure out that you know it you really don't want to have kids and they're dealing with a for real ass deal breaker you know I don't know. It maybe is just wiser to to get that out of the way early in your dating period and know that you're on the same page rather than, you know, it be something else that's difficult. But this is some shit that happens all of the time. Right. Unfortunately. And it's just, I feel like this is, you kind of have to tell her, like, look, I know we've been having real cutesy answers about this and it's just kind of been like kind of swaying in the wind one way or the other and maybe she doesn't know for sure but if you are if you feel so strongly about kids like you know in your heart of hearts you want to have them and you are going to feel incomplete in your life if you are not a parent and she can't tell you with 100% certainty like yes or or she can't even say maybe like if she if she's still kind of like waffling back and forth with you about it, then I don't I don't think it's something that you should 
I don't think necessarily that you should be like, well, fuck my feelings about it. You know, if you don't want to have kids and I'll just do whatever you want to do right. and stay with you. Like, I think if you really want children that badly, your ideal partner will also want to have children. Right. It'll be something that, again, you both are kind right. of, you know, and a lot of people, I feel like there are more people who know for certain that they want kids or don't than there are people who aren't sure after like a certain age. Right. Because she said in the letter that she's like, you know, when I'm 32. I don't know how old the, the girl right. is Right. Well, they're 20. I'm the Brittany's 28, so I'm assuming the girlfriend is also around 28. You know how y'all do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How rude. <laughs> but, I mean, I've seen more girls who may be 28 dating no, someone who's like it's a fresh true. 45. No, it's very true. Then. Because <laughs> you just never... Anyways. Uh, triggered. Um, but she said also in the letter that she has, like, basically implied or said in ways, I'm not having kids. Mm-hmm. You know, not I'm not sure. Or I'm not sure yet. It sounds to me, just by the way you worded this anyway, that she's leaning more towards no. I guess I would ask her, like, are you, like, honestly not sure? Or are you just, like, you just don't want to say no to me? Right. Like Right. Maybe you just don't want to say no because you think it'll upset me or hurt me or whatever. But maybe you should frame it like I'm leaning in the direction of like proposals and shit with your ass. Like I'm thinking about forever with you. I'm thinking about building a lifetime with you. And I would really want that lifetime to include children. What you think? Right. Right. And if she's just like, I mean, and, and she's going to have to. She's going to have to put on her big girl panties and maybe take some time and think about it really seriously or whatever. But she needs to be able to give you more of an answer than just kind of going back and forth or maybe making little jokes like, nigga, I ain't having no kids. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, I know a lot Which, of people. Right. A lot of people joke about exactly. shit like that. And, and I know people who. I know people who, like, didn't want kids until they had one. But that's usually, you know, an and accident. Usually not lesbian's problem. It doesn't have problem. to do with us. Like, we we be having them on purpose. Right. <laughs> Every so, time. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, y'all have to have, like, a serious, like, I'm for real conversation. Yeah. And I, I like what you said about, like, hey, like, girl, I'm thinking about, like, building a life with you. Mm-hmm. And that life, for me, ideally would include kids. Mm-hmm. So, like, is it, like, a hard, like, <laughs> no? Right. Or are you seriously just right. unsure? And or why? do you just not want to be pregnant? Because we can do it other ways. <laughs> I mean... she may, Maybe she just don't want to be pregnant. Pregnancy, it looks like it's kind of 50-50 on whether you're going to love it or be like, that was awful. I mean, well, if you are the one that is just so determined to have these children and she's on the fence, then you get your pussy pregnant. <laughs> Then you do it. <laughs> or y'all could adopt. There's a bunch of different oh, options. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I think y'all just need to have a conversation about it where everybody is prepared to be an adult and say things that they think might hurt the other person. But mm-hmm. it, you cannot lie and bullshit and, and oh, I don't know. And you're way over that. You'll be so mad if y'all waste the next decade doing that. And then she's like, oh, no, nah, never really wanted kids. <laughs> I feel like there are more relationships that end because the people in the relationship are not communicating than relationships end because you communicated and mm. it went rough or whatever. Right. Like, I feel like it's more like, I'm afraid to say this or I didn't want to tell you or I was afraid you would react like this and that is how shit goes to hell right. versus me being like, I'm a, I'm ready to have like an honest conversation with you and it may go left or it may be rough. Right. It's not going to be easy. But anybody that you're spending that much time with or you have that 
intimate of an, a relationship with. Like, that's just something that you should expect to happen. There are mm-hmm. going to be times where y'all got to talk about shit. That's rough. Y'all be writing letters in all the time like, I hate this bitch or I hate that this bitch <laughs> did this and got on my motherfucking nerves, but I love them. What do I do? Like, tell him. Like, You're going to have to say something at some point. And then you, Brittany, have to be open to the answer. Like, mm-hmm. you have to accept it. If she is like, you know, I really don't think that kids are in the cars for me. I do not want to parent in any way. Then you have to deal with that. Take that as it right. This makes me think of my uncle who got married, and he told his girlfriend before they got married. He told her constantly, like, I don't want to have kids. I'm not going to have kids. I'm not gonna do it. Nope. And she acted like she accepted that, and they got married and everything. And then after mm. like a year or so, she was just Probably like, "What's up with the kid thing?" And my uncle was like, "Didn't I tell you <laughs> already, girl? I'm not having kids." And they ended up getting divorced. That's sad. And she, then she got married and had her own kids. Right? Like, like you could have just not wasted everybody else's time. And he told and you believe before me when y'all I, got yes. married. <laughs> my uncle would tell me the story like I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, if she does come out and give you like a serious, it's a no. Yeah, you're gonna have, you have to, to like her. figure out yeah. how you want to, you know, move forward with that. Don't think it's gonna be like, oh, okay, and then you go trick this bitch later <laughs> and bring it up again. And her, <laughs> she's gonna be like, because I know I already told you. Or maybe she'll change her mind when we married, or maybe she'll change her mind when we get this house. Or, no, doubt it, honestly. <laughs> like, and kids are so much work. Uh, <laughs> They're just such an investment and in all that. So good luck having the difficult conversations. I guess that really goes out to pretty much all of y'all in the inbox. Good good luck to y'all. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com and we will be back. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. They're made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness. So embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture at your nearest Walmart and Walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Okay, so we're back. It's time for the read. It is. So I just have... I won't, should I do them both? Yeah. Hmm. Because one of them might be a little... Okay, maybe we'll see what happens. All right. So first of all, um, Safari was, I guess, recently oh. robbed at gunpoint before he went into uh, an Angie Martinez interview, I think. Um, so uh, when he was on the air or in the interview with Angie, he is like crying very visibly shaken and emotional behind the whole ordeal. Somebody has a gun to the back of your head is robbing you for your jewelry, furs or whatever it is that they took from him. Yeah, that would fuck me up. And, you know, past that, he also reminded people that his uncle, who recently was murdered, died in the same situation being robbed. Um, Oh, right. So he was pretty fucked up. Right. Needless to say, this didn't stop niggas from nigging. And a lot of y'all were trying to give him pressure for crying about it. I think T.I. left a comment on one of his posts saying something like, Cold World, get a sweater. Which people are trying to say. What? Some people are trying to say, like, this type. He was trying to say this type of thing happens, get a gun. That, Um, That totally... Okay. Solves everything. All right. Yeah. No. Super helpful. Everybody knows all you need if a situation is bad is more guns. That's it. That's it. Just Everything's a better. More. Yep. 
Everything's better. And also, T.I. is the perfect person to take <laughs> advice from. T.I. never been in legal trouble. Not once. <laughs> um, and so it just really sickened me because, again, y'all, you never want to allow black men, we never want to allow black men the <sighs> space to be emotional, even when it is more than reasonable. Not only was was he in a situation where he literally could have lost his life? He is still grieving a family member that did lose their life in the same way. Like, why, why shouldn't he be upset? Why, why is it so strange or so wrong or so weak of him to be honest in the fact that he's fucked up? It just happened. And like, now I have to go through all of this emotional baggage that I'm already dealing with with the loss of my family member. I just don't understand why you all, you you type of niggas have such an issue with criticizing black men when they show human emotion when we're human. But then when it's to, like the fabulous situation where it's, you know, hyper-masculine, violent, destructive behavior, then we should all take a chill pill and just wait <laughs> for the evidence to come out. The evidence that we know which way it's already going more than likely. Right. And all, like, I just don't understand how... The thing that frustrated me so much about it was, again, it was like in the, in the fabulous situation, so many people were saying, y'all will... Y'all don't waste no time to shit on black men and destroy their family and da 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 and all this oh, stuff. The yeah. fake woke people, That's what you right? were talking about, right? But my, my nigga, like, you're talking about, y'all lift up niggas that are destructive. <laughs> like, that destroy their own families, other people's families, that go out in the street, attack, assault women and other men. And, like, there's no problem from black men, like, and some women, when black men show behavior that is violent and that is destructive, even when other black people are the victims of the violence and the destruction. But when you're upset about something or showing emotion about something, even when it makes perfect sense for you to be upset and emotional, then you get criticized and shit on for it. Right. And then you want to criticize other people that are opening up their mouths and talking about real ass shit. And you hate when people criticize black men. And you, But you're never, you like, what is the last thing that you did to uplift black men in the black community not a motherfucking thing (laughs) i will wait nothing like you you literally will clap hands and rush to the defense of niggas that ain't shit that are literally a problem for the black people in their circle around them that actually destroy their own family and friends and stuff with their fucked up ass way of living and attitude and behavior but when black men do human things things that we actually need to see in our community more it's like nah like why do y'all why do y'all want Black men to just be monsters. Like, why? I don't get it. But then you want everybody else to march for you. You want everybody else to kiss your ass. You want everybody else to support y'all and uplift y'all. And you don't do a motherfucking thing for anybody else. It's annoying. It's late. I'm tired of it. And it's just really sickening. Like, the contrast of the two things, I don't know, for me, I guess, when I was preparing the show, mm-hmm. was just like... Right. Like, 
is <laughs> glaring the way we act. And it's normal. It's, yeah. it, this is just how shit is all of the time. You want niggas to feel nothing, to be completely emotionless unless it's pussy driven. And you want them to like, <sighs> it's totally okay and accepted for y'all to be violent, to kill each other, to want to fight over random dumb shit that don't make any fucking sense, to be abusive and destructive to our own women, but let you cry a tear over a family member that died and it's a cold world. I'm so confused, so lost, but what else is new we talking about niggas? So that's the first one. <laughs> Secondly, so, put that on a shirt. <laughs> um, so, I went to a party recently at a club um, and I think I've talked on the show before about you know, the gays and their strange attitudes in the club. It's just, I still don't understand why y'all pay. Like, he's spending, a, like, close to $40 just to get in and get a drink. One. Like, so I don't understand why. One, literally one. <laughs> you do that when you're miserable. Like, wouldn't you just want to be at home? I don't get it. Like, why go to a party atmosphere to just scowl and be, <laughs> and just to be mean and, and, and weird or whatever. Like, with me... It is what it is. I don't care. Like, I just, I guess the reason why I let it go a lot of the time is because I look at it from the perspective of, like, most of the the gay parties I go to are gay, black, Latino parties and stuff like that. So, you know, just being a gay person of color, especially black, we already, like, our whole existence kind of revolves around being judged and, you know, having to fear what somebody may think of you. So many of us have had, like, uh, you know, violent occurrences in our lives, some from family members, some from friends, people who are supposed to love us and care about us. Like, I know that a lot of y'all have been through some shit. And so many of y'all, like, mask your darkness by, like, going out to places and searching for validation from a whole bunch of other niggas that ain't paying your bills and probably gonna shade you regardless of how well you're doing. And I just, I think about those things before I just get irked about y'all having a screw face (laughs) with me in the club. It is what it is. Right. You know, I know who I am, whatever. However, at the same time, I still have training from home and it helps. I... (laughs) in whatever atmosphere I try to be as respectful as I can in each moment with people and I've New York reminds me of this constantly Um, common sense and common courtesy are are not common there are probably just as many people if not more people who did not have anybody say you know here's how please and thank you works you know hold the door open for a lady or, you know, get your ass up off the seat if a pregnant woman is on a <laughs> right. train. You know, like small things. Small things. Like, so it's, I, I want to say it's not even your fault. Like, I know that you know better when you get to a certain age because you'll hear about it. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you don't have the training and you have seen people around you, family and friends or whatever, literally get by not having no kind of manners, then it's not crazy to expect that you won't either. Um, so I bite the bullet with a lot of stuff in terms of, like, whatever but this past um weekend i went out again you know i like bottle service mostly because i like a reserved seat um i understand and you don't have to go back and forth to the bar right the hennessy is right there 
So I was ushered into the, you know, little section or whatever, and it was like pretty crowded. Queen of Spades was on the one of two, so it deserved okay. because you know she does. Um and there was like this girl who was already sitting there and like one of her male friends and they sat me where I was because they were like, there's not much room or whatever here because me and Destin were obviously late. So like, of course, <laughs> you know, but I was like, you know, it's no, no pressure. Like I don't need like a roped off section just around my whole body, you know, like just give me a seat. That's mine. And my alcohol and we good. Mm-hmm. So it was very close to this one girl and her friend or whatever. And the girl was like sitting, you know how like people will sit up on the top of the couch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So she was sitting up there. I was sitting on the bottom. This girl, like, continuously bumped me. I I knew it. I knew it as soon as you said where she was sitting. (laughs) Now, even in the club, I do two things. I, A, recognize that people are going to bump into you. People are going to step on your shoes. You may even have somebody spill a drink on you. That is just what happens in parties. And a lot of times you got to take it on the chin and grow the fuck up. So... That is one thing. I don't really, like, go OD if somebody bumps me or whatever in the club. Unless you, like, you know, do it On too purpose, much. right. Right. The other thing is, even when I bump somebody, I still say my bad. Yeah. Because, again, home training. So this girl bumped into me probably on, like, the third time that she bumped me. I started to feel like you have to know now that you're doing this. Right. And— before we even got into section, Dustin said to me at some point, like, I don't know, something feels off tonight. I don't like, like, we had already walked oh, in. There was already, like, attitudes and weird glares and not necessarily just in our direction, but just in general. You know, mm-hmm. very staunch, very, uh, you know how the black <laughs> okay. I don't know what that sounds like. Got but. you. <laughs> but you know how we be doing in a party sometimes. Mm, very maybe much, these are just fans who uh, didn't know how to act. No, not at all. This is, It's just, it could be... A whole party full of people who have never heard of me, Dustin, or anybody. I just feel like that's how a lot of niggas are. I mean, it could, it could be, but I mean, like every single person in there has no idea. We could be strangers to every single person. I just feel like that's how the guys are. Mm. Um, but yes, this girl was bumping into me like repeatedly, and I just felt an energy from her already that just felt like you know you're doing this. So on like the third time that she bumped me, I kind of looked up at her, not even with a stank face, but just looked up at her to like. See if she's not like, hey, I'm right here. Um, And I looked up at her and I promise you she looked right back down in my face like, hello. (laughs) No, she didn't. Welcome to Good Burger, home of the Good Burger. May I take your order? (laughs) Is there anything that you need? And I was just like, okay. Did not say a word to her. Eventually, like, the promoter, they came over with the bottle and the ah, the promoter was there. And I said, "I, I can't do this. You know, like, I keep getting bumped into, and not only does it keep happening, it's like this person is acting like they're not doing it. I'm not sure if they are a K. Michelle fan or if maybe they're just like, I don't know who this bitch is and I'm just going to be rude or what. They're mad you came and sat down. Right. I don't know what's going on, Um, but I, I, I can't. And they're like, there's no one else, there's nowhere else to seat you, and blah, 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 blah. And by that time, the bottle was already out. And you know how much bottle in the club yes. goes, so I'm not, you know what I mean? So we're not wasting that. I'll just that. take my Hennessy home with yeah. me if that's the case. But <laughs> we're not wasting that. As I'm saying this, I promise you, she bumped me like two more quick times. Like she stood up on the couch and like moved as if like she was gonna go and like, I don't know, maybe grab her phone from behind the DJ booth or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like bumped me again twice. I got up. Oh, God. Grabbed my vape. 
I said, there was like a terrace. Okay. I said, I'm going outside. I need a smoke break. Come <laughs> on, smoke break. Grabbed my coat, fever all the way outside. Dustin came with me and I just sat out there and I vaped or whatever. And I was like, I just don't even understand why people do that. Like, there's no way that you could have bumped me so many times and didn't realize that you were doing it. In fact, right after you did it one time, I looked at you and you looked right back at me and didn't say nothing. So, like, now I feel like you're doing this intentionally. So she wasn't just, like, super drunk and out of it and had no idea what she was doing. If she was, she's great at acting like she's not. Okay. But anyway... Like, you know, the other thing that irks me about those types of situations is, like, those little microaggressive, weird, nasty things that people do. I feel like in most situations, if you turn around to the person and, and like, say something to them, they're going to act like they had no idea they were doing it Mm -hmm. or, like, it wasn't that deep and whatever. Like, so I knew. And on top of that, you're female. I'm not going to argue with you. Like, I'm not going to even start anything where you could possibly say something back to me and I don't like it and we're yelling at each other. Like, I'm not going to argue with a woman in the club about nothing, especially if you're bumping me. You probably don't have no home training or you're being rude on purpose, whatever mm. it is. It's definitely not worth me fighting with you. So I'm going to go and get high. I would have come out. back. <laughs> you could have done that. You right. would have been well within your right. But yeah, I'm not going to do I that. I get it. So... I got up, got high, came, and sat back down. I, like, no lie. Oh, my God. A few minutes after I sat back down, she tapped me on my shoulder. And she, I can't even really remember everything she said. I don't know if she asked me if I was good or whatever. Because even when I got up, Dustin said, Queen of Spades was like, is he all right or whatever? Because you know, oh, one you thing that I am. Face. One thing, my maybe my superpower, <laughs> <laughs> my energy you had that emanates. <laughs> Like miles. Yeah, it does. When I'm pissed, I can make Jersey feel. We it. all know it, yes. So <laughs> no denying it. <laughs> I can't even say it back now. She was I don't remember if she asked me if I was okay or not. But the one thing I remember her saying is like, Oh, don't you know this person? Yeah, that is my best friend. Yes, I knew. Like, we was just saying, like, you oh looked so familiar. Mm-hmm. Like we knew, okay, yeah. And I was just like, okay. I turned right back around and dragged I knew my she was a fan. It was like I believe I believe she knew exactly who you was and was just fucking with you. Whether she knew who Kid Fury was or knew me from personal because the person that she named it's not like anybody that's affiliated with any of this. So she may have met me in passing somewhere else or whatever, but like either way you admit that you recognized me, right? I was sitting here getting bumped by you continuously for 20, 30 strong minutes. And none of those bumps, did you think to take the time (laughs) to be, like, why did it have to be after I was clearly agitated for you to be like, oh, hey, girl, I think I know you. Don't you know my best friend? That's so, Like, what is wrong? Like, I just don't understand why so many of y'all go out to places like this, especially places where people are supposed to be trying to have a good time just to be nasty. There was even a nigga who was like, he was standing in front of the VIP section and that was the only way to get out and I tapped on him because his back was facing when I was trying to come out and he had like an attitude about moving but this particular nigga always has an attitude when I see him and I don't know why to be honest with you none of these niggas who ever give me fever can ever give a reason that why that makes sense because I don't do nothing to any of y'all but anyway as I was coming back in I he was standing there again and I was like excuse me and he didn't move sir <laughs> it was <laughs> move <laughs> You're not the security guard. Move. So, what? Just move. I just pushed him. And just like... (laughs) You got a dick just like me. So, like... Uh, Now you... I won't be taking this. You, on the other hand, I'm not taking none of your guff today, nigga. 
move. Oh, I love that. You knew that I was going. You saw me when I came out. So one right. way or the next, I'm going you know right I'm back com- where and you I know was. That. Oh, like why even? Why? That would piss me off so bad. Why? I just came out to have a good time, and I'm honestly feeling so attacked. Like that's shit you say for like the Department of Motor Vehicles right. or like night school or some place that nobody wants to be. <laughs> like how you arrive to the club with an attitude? Who does that? I don't know. I'm sorry. I got plenty of places with an attitude, but somewhere to have fun is not it. Right. If I'm pissed, I'm not going to the club. The club will probably not change the fact that I'm pissed. It's going to get on my nerves more, actually. Yes! It's going because I'm already irritated, and then every little thing that I hate about the club is going to work my Yes! Nerves. So, I'm just not going to do that, but everybody ain't got common basic sense. I don't, I don't, I still don't understand that. I just don't know why I'll go out places to be mean or have an attitude or whatever. Like, really, I know I have resting bitch face, and so maybe some of y'all have seen me before and felt like, oh, that's that bitch that I always got an attitude. It's not. This is just my face. Like, heavy sedivate. Like, this is just, yes. This is just what I look like. This is my face. And unless I say something to you, there's no reason for you to think I have an attitude with you. I don't know you. Kindly remind yourself of that. I do not know you. But, you know, again, another thing that I had to remind myself of in the party atmosphere a lot of y'all do drugs I don't. Mm-hmm. A lot of y'all drink shit I've never heard of. That's and true. sometimes that also influences been your action. Yeah. But, like, just because you're in a party atmosphere or in the club or whatever, yes, it's crowded. Yes, people ain't all in their right mind or whatever, but it doesn't mean that you can just be an asshole and it shouldn't be a thing. And that's why so many of y'all end that's up really fighting it. in the parking lot and dumb shit because y'all did some stupid, dumb, random thing or bumped somebody that had an attitude about it when you could just have basic fucking courtesy like you should and everywhere. do that to people. Right. You could just do that and that would be even better. <sighs> but I'm done. Sorry that happened, friend. That's trash. Ah, it's life. Speaking of other things that are trash, first of all, fuck Mary Fallon, governor of Oklahoma, for a lot of reasons. But this week in particular for the uh, teacher strike, I don't know if you know, I think Kentucky is also going through this where the state legislator just refuses to give a fuck about teachers and kids and Mm. address all the many, many problems that Oklahoma public school teachers are facing. Um, So they just said, fuck it, and they're not going to work. They on strike and they're not doing it. Right. My mom is one of those teachers. Work. And she is not going to work because y'all got her fucked up. Because Oklahoma is, I think, either 49th or 50th in teacher pay and maybe 47th percent in overall education. Like, Damn. Yeah, they ain't doing shit for them kids. And everybody, I know so many teachers and they're like, girl, I have two sixth grade classes and each of them have 35 kids in them. And I'm like, a room full of 35 <laughs> musty ass 11 year olds hormones all over the fucking place oh no Jesus oh no it's a lie and y'all over here making every bit of like $36,000 a year to deal with that oh hell no hell no hell no so fuck Mary Fallon I'm not even gonna get too deep into that Um, but for all eternity fuck Mary Fallon and give these teachers what the hell they need like how is it I don't understand one of the kids wrote a sign that like was a parody of Drake lyrics and like we I asked Oklahoma that. for money and they like all we care about is our guns and our oil. We sorry. sorry. Or something like yeah. that. Right. And it's like I don't understand how y'all refuse to invest money in your own future. Like these are your children, Oklahoma. These are your kids and their education. Do you think yeah. they don't need one? What right. the fuck? They already coming from Oklahoma. It's a strike against them. Like you I am a product of Oklahoma public schools. Shout out to Booker T. I know we hashtag different, but still it's an Oklahoma public school. Right. And 
I care very deeply about teachers and students. And so this is just insane. And the little $6,000 or whatever they're trying to throw at them is not enough. Put money back into these kids. Y'all got it for every other piece of bullshit you want. Every piece. So that was just one thing that I wanted to mention really quickly. Also, black people... I don't know why we act like we are going to the movies by ourselves. <laughs> we are not at the movie theater by ourselves. And yet black people seem to really not give a fuck at all about other people's movie going experience. And I don't know. I don't know why I don't ever really experience this in theaters with anybody else. But niggas will see. First of all, y'all bring Toddlers, babies to R-rated movies. Strange. <laughs> Acrimony. Just strange. Why y'all brought their kids to Acrimony? I do not know. Oh, my god! You do that, AMC plays a whole little video before the movie starts about turn off your phones or put them on silent or do not disturb. Y'all Everyone. do not do that. Y'all never do that. Never. It's like the commercial's right there, and yet somebody's phone will ring over and over and over <laughs> in the movie theater, and more than one person. It's like, even after the first person's phone rang, the rest of y'all didn't double-check your phone? Right. No, That didn't. first person was supposed to be the one like, oh shit, did I turn my shit off? Uh, y'all talk back to the movies, which is the least annoying thing. Yeah, that's sometimes. Out of all. Sometimes, fine. Right, but then sometimes you get a few laughs and you take it too far, you decide it's your stand Right, moment. right. And so you want to do a whole routine in the movie? Oh theater, my god! Like, Can you shut up, bitch! Facts. Shut up! We did not come to see you perform. We came to see Taraji right. perform. And then your kids <laughs> get mad because it's stabbing and shit going on in the movie. They're not supposed to be here for that, so they start crying, and you refuse to take their little asses out. Baby's you will <laughs> not miss none of the movie. So then the rest of us have to deal <laughs> with these kids. You don't brought a crop of kids to the movie, and the rest of us have to sit through that. Oh, they be screaming like them little kids when that Easter Bunny came in. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Yo, that child ain't fucking up. boy had a meltdown. Oh, my God. <laughs> Y'all's kids be acting just like that in the movie theater, and y'all be sitting there acting like, like ain't nobody here. not happening. Get oh, my God. up and take your baby. <laughs> I know you're going to miss some of the movie. That is the risk take by taking a yes! child to the movie. Yes! When we went to go see A Wrinkle in Time and Noah came, Noah is four or five years old. She's a small person. She's behaved, but she's... A four-year-old behaved. Yes. <laughs> and so there's limits to what she can do. And over and over again, I had to tell her, sit your ass back in the seat. Do not kick that lady's chair. I had to apologize to the lady in front of her like three times. I'm so sorry. She's a child and she's not. I'm sorry. And when she leaned over and said, I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> Guess I had to get my ass up and go take her and miss part of the movie. Yes, yes. I do miss part of the movie to tend to this child. You need to tend to your kids and take them the fuck out when they are disrupting everybody else's experience. But y'all just don't give a fuck about that. And I don't know why we do that. I don't know why we do that. (laughs) Everybody paid to go to the movie. So how come everybody can't just sit here and enjoy it? Black people, why do we have to be like this? I don't get it, just Please consider, just consider, like, (laughs) small things. It's not asking too much for y'all to put your fucking phones on silent or at least vibrate. Like, do you know that most movies are in theaters for, like, a strong two, three months before they go anywhere? Like, you can can't find somebody to watch the baby in that amount of time any like ever you have to go opening weekend no, even when you don't have a you theater. don't have to go opening weekend you do not have to bring all them kids with you and you do not have to sit there and let your phone the man who's sitting right in front of me his phone was the third one to ring and when it started <laughs> i wanted to say are you fucking kidding Right. And then he had it deep in his messenger bag somewhere and couldn't find it till it already went to voicemail. So the rest of us had to sit through the, the ring. Mm. You should have like just <laughs> you should have just like creeped up right close to the back of his neck and been like 
must be out your motherfucker. <laughs> Black people, I love us for real, but I don't know why we do this. Yes, and I just wish we would do oh, so much better. But my real read this week goes out to this asshole named Sean Brandon Cole and his girlfriend, Khadijah Moore. They live in Huntsville, Alabama. <clears throat> And they have each been convicted of rape, sodomy, and the sexual abuse of a child under 12. They are facing life in prison, and they are facing life in prison because Sean's son, who was 11 years old at the time, came to visit him over Thanksgiving. He is autistic. And apparently, at some point, his daddy saw him in a position that he thought was compromising with another little boy. Now, this could have been anything. <laughs> it could have been anything. There's no specifics here, okay. but the these kids were not having sex or engaging in anything sexual. It was just something that the daddy saw, and he didn't think it looked right. And so what he did was ask his girlfriend to rape this child in order to straighten him out. And she actually did it. So this girl, the girl whose name I just said, Khadijah Moore, she's not this child's mother. She's the daddy's girlfriend and so after he saw this child in whatever position he saw him in he got very angry and told the girl to perform sex acts on his own little son and yeah and force herself to have sexual intercourse with him also known as rape i don't even want to know what I don't want to know the details of what happened here, but his defense was that he was worried that his son was gay or might become gay. And he, and he said this. And he this was this was his justification for why he did it. So the little boy Yo. is visiting Alabama for Thanksgiving a couple years ago. And his daddy does that. And he is also like this is bad enough. Regardless, but the little boy is also autistic. And so the part of this that broke my heart, in addition to everything else, is that the child apparently blames himself for it and thinks he did something wrong and was like, I don't understand why my dad is doing this to me. And he told me not to tell anybody, but I tell y'all anyway. And he feels like he's the bad guy and that he did something to cause his daddy to tell that woman to do that oh, to him. My God. So I am really thrilled my that soul. the both of these absolutely insane people have been convicted and are facing life in prison. Y'all deserve. Oh my God, I, his poor mama. I cannot even believe So it. he went back home and started saying things about sex mm-hmm. and all this. And his mama was like, what in the fuck is all this coming from? And so then he tells his mama what happened. And she drove to Alabama. Hello? I know that's... Now, and I know it must have took everything in her not to beat them motherfuckers' faces in. I know. She probably just wanted to get a bat and start swinging. Whichever one of you bitches she hit first, it don't even really matter. Because both of y'all complicit in wrong Hopefully fuck. she can get both skulls in one swing. Insane. Disgusting. That you are so afraid of homosexuality that you are so that that like the hatred that you have for gay people is so deep in your heart that you thought maybe your 11 year old child was gay and you thought a reasonable thing to do was ask your girlfriend to rape him and then she actually did it i can't get my mind around that either she was 21 years old when it happened which is not like we said before, people make dumbass decisions in their early 20s. But yeah, an 11-year-old boy, girl, 
What the fuck was you thinking? Like, that is not, that's not something that we can excuse away as, oh, well, you were just young and didn't know no better. No, sis. Hell fucking no, girl. That is a little boy. I don't give a fuck what you felt for his daddy. As soon as he asked you to do anything sexual to his child, you should have left that house and called the fucking police. Thank you. I was just about to say. I can't can't fathom. I would have told that nigga, hold, please. (laughs) Oh, hang on just a second. I'm going to be right back. (laughs) Drive my ass the fuck away. On the phone with them peeps. Or I would have called his mama, got got the baby's mama um, number out of his phone and been like, girl, listen, you might want to come to Alabama. Let me tell you what just happened with my ex. You might want to come to Alabama and pick your child up because his daddy is on some real bullshit. I just really can't believe you niggas. Y'all are so dedicated to being homophobic and terrible that you would actually risk your child's like mental health and safety and sense of like my parents are here to protect me and love me. Like you would really warp that to do something that you think is going to guarantee that he won't be gay well I don't even there's no logic behind that because that doesn't make any goddamn sense it doesn't it defies all logic for you to have said this and then for you young lady to have turned around and actually done it to a little boy <sighs> so uh yeah once again it's just the jailhouse Sean Cole sir you didn't deserve you didn't deserve to have this child you didn't deserve to be a father. Yeah, I'm going to just leave it right there. You didn't deserve to be a father. And I know that this lady must be just so upset that a man that she, like, this is your child's father. You would think that with anybody. Yeah, like, he's safe there. Like, right. with his own damn daddy. Like, who, like, exactly. And yet you saw something that made you think he might be gay, and you decided to do something criminal and terrible to your baby at the exact same time. I just don't. And what's worse is, it don't even make no money. What you're talking about don't even make no sense. It don't make no sense. Like, it would have been horrible if it could have worked. You know what I'm saying? Like, But that doesn't, right. But that's not even how any of that works. And we have said that for years. Lord like, God. But y'all... Mm. Apparently, he has a long history of um, domestic violence and things of that oh, nature. So, right. So surprised. But I just... what? Please, if you know people in your life who are homophobic, and I'm going to just go ahead and say homophobic in that way that you know they're a little bit out of their mind. Like, a lot of us know people who are casually homophobic but would leave it right there. But if you know somebody who... Every time, like, if they scrolling past TV and RuPaul's Drag Race is on, they go into a fit and start, f- like, just foaming at the mouth. This was wrong with this black men they go, So y'all just got a bunch of niggas in dresses on TV and y'all don't expect the kids to be gay. This is why the white men don't take black men seriously. Meanwhile, niggas is fucking girls and having babies and kissing and everything else on every other show on VH1 and every other channel for that matter. But as soon as y'all see some people who don't conform to what you think gender should look like or sexuality should look like suddenly it's a problem for the kids. Okay. You know what's a real problem for your kids? Asking your girlfriend to sexually, I don't know, fuck them up. This, I don't, this, this is so beyond what any rational person would do 
if they thought that their child was gay. It's just beyond it. it. I thought the whole like target thing was bad enough. You know, like when they were trying to change. Oh yeah, the name like take out girls' toys, boy toys, or whatever like right. that, and, and like, people were so pissed. Or <laughs> somebody else who didn't want their child to watch something or get something purple or whatever because they was like, like that stuff is is dumb enough and ignorant, ignorant enough and frustrates the fuck out of me. But this is so past disgusting. Right. Like I honestly hope that the both of them have the worst like just, rest of their lives oh in prison. God. I hope every day is a waking nightmare. <laughs> I just I'm picturing myself being on the Alabama parole board <laughs> and either one of y'all case come up and I get the opportunity to like go over review the facts of this case and I find out that you simple motherfuckers thought that it was a good idea to do this to a 11 year old child. You really thought that you, your, his own father, your you're his 11 child. father. How were you as a 21 year old woman looking at this 11 year old like? Ugh, no, I'm sorry. I can't do that. I just, no. A lot of y'all don't deserve kids. You just don't. You don't deserve kids. And I hope that this little boy is getting the help that he needs and support from family and friends and and therapy and all that. And, and he's able to work through the trauma that his own damn father put in him. It's shame on you niggas. It's just disgusting. Which would have already been difficult to get through if he weren't already autistic. Like, he, I don't even know what that, and he blames himself. The... He just turned 13, and the news story is like, still, he can't understand why his dad told that lady to do that to him and why I mean, dad said, what just, ugh. God bless him. Yeah, I'm done. Y'all are awful. Wow. <laughs> to wrap it up in a nice little box, y'all are actually terrible people, and y'all need to do the fuck better. It should be at a point today where you just don't even get shocked at how many people are just like openly terrible. All like every day is right. a reminder in one way or the next. But like shit like this, like Republicans being terrible, yeah. Us having a ridiculous president, it's happened. <laughs> Not I don't know about it's this. It's happening. Man. You know, but <laughs> right. like things like this where it's just like, my God, like I know people are, are homophobic, niggas? but who does this? Who does that? Who kind of does shit? that? I've never known anybody in my life to be so homophobic that they thought their child may have been gay and then decided to do something nasty and perverted and disgusting like that. What the niggas I know do is call up the church and start a 24-hour prayer line for your ass where somebody, (laughs) where every hour somebody else is taking over and it's like a nonstop just daisy chain of prayers that will save your soul or whatever, which is bad, which is damaging in its own way, but not rape. I don't understand how you orchestrate the rape of your child. And I know y'all like to act like it's different with boys and girls. It's not. At that age, it there is there is no I hate that too. I hate that y'all act like little boys being preyed on by older women is just like, well, you know, if I was in seventh grade, I wouldn't care. <laughs> you know, teacher is fine. This 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 like can you please not? That's still a grown ass woman. <sighs> That's still an adult and a child situation, period. I don't care about the gender of people involved. So, y'all are awful, and that's all I got. Just truly terrible people. I wish them the worst. Yeah. for And I hope you have a lot of time to think about it every day of your black-ass life in prison, thinking about how fucking stupid and dedicated to your hatefulness you had to be to do some shit like that. And that's it. I'm done. And you're probably going to meet a couple of people who you going to hate <laughs> where they're sending you, but they're going to love you. Gross. I hope you have to look at homosexuality right in the eye every day. I every... hope you have to stare at it every day and know it ain't nothing you can do about it. 
God damn. Stupid. Niggas. Niggas. Ew. Ew. Huh, Ew. Right. So that wraps up this week's episode of The Read. Check us out on social at This Is The Read and our website, thisistheread.com. So... Announcements. Yeah, we have some news this week. First of all, we will be in Boston this coming Saturday. Um, so shout out to y'all. We'll see you there. Don't forget that we're having a pop-up shop hosted by Asante where you can go get merch that day. All the information is on the Instagram. Also, um, so I don't surprise. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Is that surprise music? I don't know, I guess. Um, we're having a pop-up show here in New York City on 420. Of course, because of course we are. Right. Why not? Well, you gotta celebrate its holiday. So 8 p.m. at Sony Hall. You can come and, you know, be messy and fun with us. If you're in New York or the surrounding areas or just want to come out, it's up to you. Tickets will be on sale Friday at 10 a.m. on thereadlive.com. Again, that is Friday. Friday is not Thursday. So <laughs> Don't do this. if you wonder why you cannot get tickets, check the day. That's right. That's um, probably it. There'll also, uh, well, I don't know if there will be a pop-up shop. I'm assuming there was Alex Lowe's a pop-up show. But, yeah. So, if you want to come out and have some fun with us while we are clearly high, what else are you doing? We're just going to have a good time with y'all on 420 and and do something fun and different. So, yeah. yeah, Come through to the pop-up show. Again, thereadlive.com this Friday, 10 a.m. That will be on on 420, obviously, 8 p.m. Sony Hall. So... Do you have any other news this week? Yes, actually. Um, Dustin's birthday is coming up. Oh, yes, it is. And I saw the flyer. Yeah, don't you love it? <laughs> I I do. I didn't realize it was like, this is like an experience. This is going to be like a, a club experience. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> what you mean you guess your name? Oh, never mind. I don't know what a club experience is supposed to be. It's going to be us getting fucked up and having a ball yeah. and celebrating yeah. Dustin Ross. Of course. Like we love to do. Is that an experience? Um, or is it, it a movie it usually like the is. kids call it? Oh, God. I'm too old. <laughs> um, But yeah, we're having a party at Hudson Terrace. I'm working with Frank Watson Events. Um, It is on Sunday, April 8th from 4 to 9. It's free before 6. Ooh, ho, 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 ho. Um. Frank Watson events. And our lovely Queen of Spades will be the DJ there. So I can guarantee that the music will be lovely. And yeah, it's going to be a fun time. Who would you want to party with more than Dustin? Oh, oh God. And he is going to be in in the zone. I just can't wait to see what he's going to wear. Yeah, he's going to be very much. <laughs> like, I don't know if we're going to get like. Whatever it is, the chest is going to be out. <laughs> Or if we're going to get, you know, like, the chest formal wear. I don't know what he's going to do. You never know. Yeah, we're going to see. So, but if yes. you want to come out, you know, party with Dustin, you know, possibly shoot your shot, um, come out to hey Hudson Terrace. Now. I mean, why not? <laughs> Maybe yes. you'll land. I don't know. I mean, you never know. I'll be in a birthday mood. Especially if you know you look good. Don't, right. Yeah, come on out and, and just see what could happen. Or bring you a friend know. that look good or That's, whatever. Everybody can have fun. So, yeah. So Happy yeah, birthday, Dustin. come out to Hudson Terrace by now. I'm sure you'll see some flyers somewhere with all of the information if you need that. But come out, it'll be a wang dang doodle. All right. Anything else this week? Do we have an acronym? Oh. F. T. F. Yeah. 
fuck Trump forever? Let's fix that face. But oh. I like that too. So let's just switch it to that. Don't come to Dustin's party on Sunday with an attitude, stone face, looking mad and stank. And do not do that. We are coming for a good time. I mean, just. Yes. You don't do it anyway. It's fine. Whatever. All right, people. We will see you next week. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, a central plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.